This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Next contestant. <sighs> Honey, you look confused. What's wrong? I'm having a hard time remembering to take my medications like I'm supposed to. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to worry you. I'm glad you told me because I heard that Adams Drugs has a medicine on time service that will package your monthly medications and make them easier to manage. Our neighbors, Bill and Leslie, mentioned the other day that they use Adams and how they have made it so easy for them to manage their medications. Do you think we can call Adams Drugs or go by there and see if they can help me? I don't want to get to the point where you have to put me into an assisted living home. Why don't you get your medications together right now and let's go down to Adams and talk to the pharmacist. How much does the medicine on time service cost? I asked Bill that same question, and he told me it's a free service for Adam's customers. Free? Wow, I'm feeling really good about this already. Let me grab my meds list. Call Adam's Drugs Medicine on time for your pharmacist consultation. Visit us adamsdrugs.net for more information on our medicine on time packaging service. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. And good Friday morning, everybody. Welcome in as we head to another big college basketball weekend. Boy, it's great being in mid-February and having our sights set on another big weekend of basketball for both Auburn and Alabama. In just a minute, we'll welcome in one of my favorite coaches of all time. He is the color analyst with Andy Burcham on the Auburn Network for home games, Sonny Smith, and then Brian Passink, the color analyst for Chris Stewart for Alabama basketball games. We'll follow Sonny. We will have our normal visit with Mark Smart at noon. Neil Posey, the the former St. James coach heading off to bigger pastures at the college level will join us in the second hour as well. And then former Alabama great Brian Williams on the basketball floor uh, will join us 10th all-time in scoring in Alabama basketball history. But this next guy's first all-time in my mind and in my heart. Uh, just one of the most enjoyable people you'll ever visit with, the former Auburn head coach, Sonny Smith. Coach, how are you? on this Friday, brother? Uh, after that introduction, I'm a lot better than I was. Wimp wasn't too tough on you this morning, was he? Oh, he's tough every time. He thinks we're still playing. <laughs> exactly. He wants to jump ball after every sentence. <laughs> uh, he's not hiding any more possible recruits from you on the recruiting trail. Oh, 
No, he 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 can't find the right hotel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't don't have those low prices he used to. Get. There you go. Some great stories <laughs> when you get these two guys together. There's no doubt about it. Sonny, listen. If I'd have told you now, in my mind, and I'm old too. I'm 63. Covered your career at Auburn. Covered much of Wimps at Alabama. Uh, if I'd have told you guys back in the heyday that we would be where we are today with two of the top basketball programs in the league, if not the top two, I believe they are the top two programs in the league over the last five years. If I'd have told you that was going to be reality, what, what, what would you have said? I would have said it was possible. I didn't know that it would happen. Uh, and all of a sudden, both schools made tremendous commitments to the basketball programs and made it easier to get there. First thing both teams had to do was control the state of Alabama and then work out from there. And then Auburn started doing it. Alabama might have doing it a little bit earlier than them, but uh, it never it never really uh, came to until we started getting recruits from the state of Alabama, not letting them leave. Right. And then trying to get to their surrounding states and stay competitive in those. And I think we did that, and I think Alabama did that. So I'm curious. Uh, I was listening to Jay Billis uh, talk recently to some media on a podcast, and he was talking about when he's doing a game, he's done a couple of games in the jungle there in Auburn, where they will be tomorrow, where you will be tomorrow. And he does the games with Dan Schulman uh, on ESPN. Mm -hmm. And he literally said, Sonny, that at times Shulman will lean over to him and say, man, are we on the air? I can't hear a thing uh, because they're normally right in front of the student section. Is it that way for you and Andy some where sometimes you can't even hear each other? It really is. It really is. If you don't have those headphones clamped on properly, You'll get a you'll get a big reaction from the crowd, and sometimes you'll miss what Andy might say or what I might say. So, it's not. I don't think it's as much for us as it is for them. But uh, the crowd is right on top of our table, you know. And those students, they they're getting better and better about how much they support. And it's 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 a, it might be one of the loudest places in the conference right now. Yeah, I think it is the loudest. And here's my take on it. And I want to I want you to analyze this for me. I think most college basketball fans, and I'm a passionate one, believe that if you if you're looking for maybe the most impactful home court advantage, I think one early in the conversation, Cameron Indoor comes up at Duke. So what I've said yes, about what I've said about Neville Arena, Sonny, is this. I've said it's Cameron Indoor, but with a more hungry fan base because Duke has had so much success. Auburn seeking to get on that role with multiple Final Fours and all. And that's why I think it's the toughest home court in all of the land. Yeah, you know, the thing, I think one thing that people kind of uh, had happened that it didn't comment on a lot, the. ACC pretty much has been a basketball conference, you know, and Duke was always in that in that conversation with North Carolina and others. But we never seemed to get out of the football first, basketball second reputation for a long time. But I think now, I don't know when it happened exactly, but I think I think now basketball reputation in the SEC is. Is is fighting real hard to be as good as it is in the ACC. 
So I think that's been a one one thing that's really happened. It's really happened at Auburn. You know, and and right now, if you looked at the leagues in the country, uh, the only league right now in my mind that that could stand up to the SEC is the Big Twelve. Uh, I think the the SEC's yeah. raced past the ACC uh, and is past the Big Ten as well. What do you think? I think we probably have, and uh, I think uh, the building of new arenas helped some of that. You know. We had an arena when I was coaching that was very difficult to fill because it's 14, 15,000, whatever it was. And we had the students in the end zones uh, because it was the ticket uh, seat that you had was based on your priority for football. And, uh, you know, we didn't get the kind of uh, home court advantage that it's got now. And I, I assume there was other teams in the league that did that, that had that same type of deal too. But right now, you cannot say that the SEC is a football league. It's just an athletic league, and basketball is right in there with them. Coach, I, I fully believe we're going to talk about Auburn, Kentucky, but I believe that Auburn and Alabama both share a commonality in tomorrow's games. Auburn hosting Kentucky, Alabama hosting Texas A&M. I think for either to stay solidly as a big-time threat to win the league, I think both need wins tomorrow. What are your th- Let's just stick with Kentucky and Auburn. You agree with that? I think it's a must-win at home to hold serve. Well, it's going to do more for Auburn, uh, probably. Uh, I would think if you if you can, any time you play Kentucky, everybody looks at it. Well, Kentucky, that's SEC. That is the issue. You know how they've always oh, talked yeah. about Kentucky and how good they are. You get a win over Kentucky, everybody will bring it up, talk about it more than any other game that you play, and then and it should be the. Uh, Auburn Alabama game and probably could, should is some in some situations, but anytime you play Kentucky, everybody's looking at that is the game. Despite the fact that Kentucky has not played its best basketball over the last few weeks, uh, still a really scary game tomorrow, I would think, for Auburn with all the emotion of the day. It's my understanding, Sonny, that the uh, Pearlville or all the tents that are setting up for the students to get into college game day tomorrow stretches past Wire Road now. Uh, that It's just well, a crazy that. deal in Auburn going on last night and today. Uh, but but kind of analyze this game and what you think with all the emotion that will be there at 5 o'clock when you and Andy begin your broadcast. Well, I think uh, if you were talking to the players that would sit around, they weren't saying it for press or weren't saying it for media in any way. They would talk more about the Alabama game. They talk more about the Kentucky game. Right. And I don't think that uh, I don't think that that has really changed in the league, regardless of where Kentucky's standing is. You know, I think that's one of the first names that come up when you mention basketball. It certainly was when I was coaching, but I don't think that's changed all that much. I think when Auburn, they'll think first maybe of Alabama, and I bet the next thing out of their mouth in basketball will be Kentucky. They may not be the second best, but that'll be who you talk about. And it's not kind of. It's a standard in the league and has been that way for years, I think. Sonny, I think obviously in the, in today's game, how it's changed with transfer portal, with one and dones, with NIL. It seems to me that the teams that are going to do the best in late February, March, and, and hopefully further along are going to be the teams that have 
kind of a mix of exceptional yeah. talent that are young, but then have those staples like Auburn has with Janai and Jalen uh, in their in their front court, and some guys that have been around. You agree with that? Because I think that's oh, totally. Uh, yeah, t- talk to me about that. Well, I don't think you can build a team as freshmen all the way right now and stay up in the league. I think you have. To, uh, I don't think you can build a, a build a stay up in the league with uh, with uh, transfers. But I think you cannot win it unless you've got a combination of those two things. You got to have the young players. You got to have the guys that fill in transferring from from other schools. I think uh, those are the teams that are the strongest. I think those are the teams that will stay the strongest. I don't think we're going to lose this transferring. I think players are going to transfer, not so much, uh, not so much on performance. On, on uh, I think it's uh, it's like I want new a new start type of thing, and uh, we're going to, the transfers are going to keep transferring, and teams are going to continue to get better. And I don't see this hurting the game. But it sure is tough on a coach to recruit this, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Sonny, we're only a couple of years removed from seeing the Jabari Smith-Walker-Kessler combo and the incredible things that they did in that, their year there winning a tie, an SEC title. But when Jalen when Jalen Williams and Janai Broom are both playing well, like they did against South Carolina, like they did against sure. Alabama – I'm not sure there could be much of a better front court than that, quite frankly. No. As long as your your uh, other players on a team can take the pressure off of them by doing their jobs, like the guards being able to score the ball so that they can't their men can't double up on those two guys. Uh, you got to make them play honestly on defense instead of gimmicks where they can. Uh, double team them every time they put it on the floor or slanter defenses. Uh, if your guard play is good, it sure limits people what they can do to the other two players. And I think our guard play has been good enough so that you don't have teams that have been slacking off and guarding those two guys because you can't leave those guards to score on you. Are you concerned – where Aiden Holloway is, it looks like Coach Pearls even played Denver Jones some at the point uh, against South Carolina. What are your thoughts about the development of the super stud freshman Aiden Holloway? Well, you could look at it two ways. They, uh, uh, you're getting so much uh, good play out of the other guys. He, he wants to keep that up, maybe. Uh, I. I Guard scoring, sometimes you don't want to have too much of that because the other guys won't play hard if they don't get to pass. Sure. So I think he's probably balanced it up, not based on a personality, but based on what's best for the five or, or the team, if, if that makes any sense. Because you know Aiden can start for most anybody. It's not a, not one of those things where he's having a bad year. He could do it. But Bruce, I think Bruce does substitution patterns good or better than anybody and I think he's got a team that adjusts better than anybody with, with different personnel playing different players players playing different positions that type of thing but uh, Aiden's always going to be one of the better players on the team 
Sonny, as I let you go, I still owe you for a steak dinner I won courtesy of you in the 1985 SEC tournament when your team (laughs) had played a bunch of days in a row. And Charles Hollis from the Birmingham News, you remember Charles. I remember uh, him. And I bet a steak dinner. He took Alabama. I took Auburn to win the game. And we all remember how it turned out, 53-49. That was the first SEC tournament I covered. And I owe you. Uh, So I'll make sure that. Time I'd see you to feed you. If if he'd won, if he'd won, it'd been a tough steak. <laughs> ours have been juicy and, and Amen. from the best. Sonny, Amen. Man, always great hearing from you, buddy. Have a great call tomorrow afternoon against Kentucky. Thank you. I'm looking forward. This should be a great game. Thanks, Sonny. Thanks. You bet, Sonny Smith. Uh, literally, I, I remember I was just a young whippersnapper in the mid '80s, and uh, you know I got to cover Auburn athletics when uh, you, you know Pat Dye was the football coach and Sonny Smith was the basketball coach. I covered the story when Sonny resigned and then came back after the great NCAA tournament run. I have so many fond memories of that man. Uh, such a great, great dude. Auburn's very fortunate to have him side-by-side with Andy Burcham. We'll take a break, and we'll talk a little Alabama basketball tomorrow against Texas A&M. Brian Passink, the longtime color analyst for the basketball broadcast on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. He joins us right after this on the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. For the past 65 years, there's only been one race where a legend can cement his legacy. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the Daytona 500. Or an underdog can experience a career-defining moment. Finally, Michael Waltrip is going to win, winning the Daytona 500. Who will experience that this year? The 66th running of the Daytona 500, February 18th. Your station for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. Tired of low wages? The open road has no boundaries, and Mid-State Driving Academy can have you making more money with a secure future. Get your CDL while working at your current job. Now enrolling for day, night, and weekend classes. After you get your CDL, Mid-State can also direct you to where you can get employment. They offer in-house financing with no credit check. So if you're tired of the same old routine and want the excitement of the open road, start trucking. Go to their website at midstatedriving.com or call 866-996-1888. Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because Pest Pro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. I'm Gordon Stone, mayor of the town of Pike Road. 
and it is a great blessing to share with you a story about how our town's people are willing to invest. Over the past few years, Pike Road has been one of Alabama's fastest growing communities because we invest in education, services, and character. We invest in the look and feel of our neighborhoods, town centers, parks, and trails. We also invest in our schools. It is an honor to serve in a place where we have added three campuses to our school system in four years. Further, we have achieved this with excellent stewardship. Our bonds have sold at a AA-plus rating, and we have maintained an overall reserve of more than 10%. We have excellent and efficient services because of our tremendous partners, like the three fire departments manned by great volunteers, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, a water provider, two sewer partners, two gas companies, multiple digital providers, two electrical partners, a road maintenance partner, and recently a new sanitation company. These partners give Pike Road citizens the chance to benefit from efficiency and the best of technology. We are so thankful for our partners and our citizen support. Come see us in Pike Road and welcome home. I'm Don Duncan with All-American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All-American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards from state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All-American Auto and Tire. This is Johnny from Sinclair's on Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughnette Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are, we got a soup called She Crab Soup which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Welcome back, everybody. Great visit with Sonny Smith. He'll be on the call tomorrow afternoon with Andy Burcham with Auburn and Kentucky. Let's welcome in Brian Passink. He joined us earlier in the year. He'll be on the call tomorrow morning with Chris Stewart in Tuscaloosa as the Texas A&M Aggies come to town. And let me tell you something. Back in the day, Caitlin Clark ain't got nothing on Brian Passink. He could fill it up just as well. Brian, good morning, bud. How are you? <laughs> doing great how are you i don't know if you watched that last night but uh i did just to see the historical nature of it her setting the all-time women's scoring record she'll pass uh pistol in, a, in just a few games but she can absolutely shoot it oh man I, I would love to watch her play in person to me she's must see tv uh as exciting a player as we've seen in a long time um Definitely on the women's side, uh, really, just the sport of basketball. If you love hoops, 
uh, and you don't enjoy watching Caitlin Clark, then I just can't help you. Uh, she is so fun to watch. Um, it reminds me so much of Steph Curry yeah. with her ability to pull from anywhere inside of half court. Uh, so much fun to watch and uh, looking forward to, to watching her run through the NCAA tournament. I hope they win it, quite frankly. Uh, if teams, teams, You know what? I don't hope they win it. Yeah, I hope I Alabama wins it. I get because it. Because Christy I... Curry's got things going. And if she I'm going to talk women's basketball, I got to give Christy Curry credit. They're going to be back in the NCAA tournament, and I hope they take down Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, <laughs> they've, had, they've, had clo- <laughs> they've had a tough time closing out LSU in a couple of games, but I, I know you've got a daughter uh, who is big time into the college, the high school basketball scene. How did their, their season end up, if it has yet? Yeah, that, it, unfortunately it came to an end, but it was a great year. Um, senior season of my youngest daughter, so super emotional. She's been uh, just lo- just been a, a, a terrific uh, daughter, student, basketball player, four-year starter, five-year varsity player at Mount Brook High School, and, and she is uh, hanging up the high tops. And and it's it was uh, a little emotional for so, dad. Oh man, way too emotional. Uh, it was great. I, I've she's my favorite all time basketball player, and I've loved watching her play. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do now. I got <laughs> I told her if she if she's playing uh, in in some rec leagues and some intramural leagues, I, I may show up and embarrass her. So, uh, <laughs> it, it, but she had a great year. They won the area uh, for the first time in 12 years and and she had a really good year so i was proud of her but uh for all the parents out there that have kids in sports that that left last game is i think tougher uh, i think a lot tougher on the parents yeah this is the kid i i barely i mean i kind of remember my last game and i was emotional uh but boy i was way more so uh, when it was my daughter Brian, let's uh, move to the order of the day here. A, a huge game tomorrow. A lot of things surrounding it. Some uh, they're recognizing the the o three o team, or yeah, the o three o four team. Yep. The, I call it the Petway team because had Petway not made the runner uh, against Southern Illinois, that would have been a one and done team. But they made it to the Elite Eight, beating uh, Stanford and Syracuse along the way before losing to eventual champ UConn. That's going on. New Unis tomorrow going on. I responded to one of your social media uh, posts earlier with that piping uniform that I like so much. Uh, I think the game, though, is ultra important for Alabama. They have to be able to hold serve at home, and the next two at home, they've got tournament teams coming to town. No doubt. And a team in Texas A&M tomorrow that gives and has given Alabama fits in recent years with their style of play, physicality, uh, Buzz Williams is the only coach in the SEC that has a winning record against Nate Oates. Uh, fortunately, uh, the the one win that that Nate has over Buzz uh, was in the SEC tournament championship game last year, and that one wasn't even close. Uh, but for the most part, Texas A&M has had Alabama's number, and they were a team that a lot of people thought would either win or be right there. Uh, at the end for the SEC regular season championship with all the guys that they had coming back from a team that was in second place uh, one game out of the championship last year at Alabama. They returned, I think, more than anybody in the SEC, but they've had a bunch of injuries uh, all season long, and and they're healthy 
for the first time. And, and they've been playing like it. Now you look at that Vanderbilt game in the midweek and think, well, gosh, how could they lose to Vanderbilt? Well, <laughs> the team that is leading the SEC right now uh, barely got out of Nashville alive, sure. only beating Vanderbilt by three. And this is a much better Vanderbilt team. They're one of those those teams in the in the league that has suffered injuries this year, and they've got some guys healthy. So Vanderbilt is is still a team in Nashville uh, that is not easy to beat. And Texas A and M coming off that loss, I expect them to play desperate and focused and well. Uh, and Alabama is going to have their hands full tomorrow against, an, as you mentioned, an NCAA tournament team, a well-coached team, a tough team in Texas A&M. I mean, I fully believe that when the trophies handed out in Nashville to the regular season champion or champions, if there is a deadlock, they don't use a tiebreaker. They give everybody a trophy if you end up tied for the lead. I think the team that does receive a trophy, Brian, there will be the team that protected its home court. Uh, And Alabama's got, I think, four more home games. Uh, and if they win those four and maybe grabs another one uh, along the way on the road, I think they're going to have a great chance to to win it for the third time in four years. Yeah, I think 14 and four is probably the number that yeah. at least gets you a share. 13 and five, probably outright. Um, and so 15 and right three. Now, yeah. Yeah. 15 and three. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, so, so you know that, that those are the that that's kind of how I see it playing out. And right now, uh, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, uh, I think, are really the only teams that that are going to be right there at the end. And you know, Alabama is a game up, but also has the more difficult schedule compared to Tennessee and yes. Auburn. Um, you know, it's it's one of the reasons why, even though the game Wednesday night in Auburn, uh, you. If Alabama, or excuse me, if Auburn won that game, uh, then Alabama is in, in sole possession of first place, which is nice. Uh, I, I did not think South Carolina, with their remaining schedule, uh, was going to be in the no. mix, and, and Auburn certainly will be. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think it's a three-team race right now, and Alabama is going to have to win games like tomorrow at home against Texas A&M, uh, and and then you look up and gosh, you kind of would have rather played Florida. Um, you know, earlier in the conference slate, all of a sudden they're one of the hottest teams in the SEC and, and looking like a team that could make a run in March. They, they've got really good guards, uh, really deep uh, at that position. Uh, you, you've, you know, they're, they're playing their best basketball. Alabama still got them twice, and then you got to go to Rupp, which is always an easy place to play. Of course. In <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kentucky, a team that that is as dangerous as anybody in this league, even though they've lost some games, uh, but but they're they're obviously dangerous at, at uh, anywhere. Uh, and you know they've lost a historic number of games at home. You can look at that one of two ways. One is okay if if they've not lost three games at Rupp in the history of of the building. Uh, what are the chances of four? Well, exactly. I hope they're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> as an Alabama fan, but. Uh, we'll see. And then Ole Miss has been great at home. I think they've only lost once there at the pavilion. So uh, this, the schedule is very difficult for Alabama, but there are no easy games for anybody. I, I just think it makes the the last few weeks of the regular season as interesting as it's been in a long, long time. Because of the depth of the league, uh, there's just no easy games out there for anybody. Uh, anybody at the top uh, can lose any given 
game to, to anyone because everybody's capable of beating you. And so I think it makes it more, uh, really exciting. I think the SEC is the best league in college basketball because of the depth. Uh, obviously, the teams at the top can make a run to a Final Four and compete for a national championship. Uh, the teams in the middle could get to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, and the teams at the bottom are good enough to beat you on a given night. So the depth of this league, to me, is what separates it from the others in the country. All right, hear me out on this, because you may disagree. You may say, Doug, you've taken a blow to the head here. That That's ridiculous. But having watched all of Alabama and how Alabama flows and doesn't flow in games, how crazy of a statement is this? I think Alabama's success moving forward through the regular season and maybe even into the postseason depends largely on the consistency of Nick Pringle. Yeah, I, I don't think that's crazy. And and I think, you know, you could insert Mohamed Wagi into yeah, that yeah. Um, statement as well. Uh, the, the two-headed monster at the center position. And even though Grant Nelson is starting at center, he's not a true center. No. But I, I think what Nick Pringle and Mohamed Wagi are able to do in the post and the emergence of guys like Jaron Stevenson, who's giving you more minutes and playing better in his freshman season. But uh, those two guys are very important because what this team has missed is interior defense, rim protection. Yes. And those guys can give it to you. But – They've been in foul trouble uh, the majority of the time. I, I think uh, Mohamed Wagi at last check, it, when you look at fouls per minute, he, he was uh, he was uh, at the top or the bottom, however you want to look at that stat in, in college basketball. But he is a really good player, defender, plays super hard, tough, physical. Um, but the balance of playing hard and tough and physical without fouling is something that Nick Pringle and Mohamed Wagi have not been able to uh, to to kind of balance and and I think that's a key to their success, but it's also a reason I'm optimistic because I, I think those guys can do it. I know they have the want to and the coaching. Uh, it's just a matter of of getting better in those areas. And you know the the critics would say, "Gosh, it's it's February." You know, if they haven't done it by now, uh, they they're not going to do it. Well, you know, I, I disagree with that. I, I think that's why you go to practice every day and we, why you watch film and meet with coaches, uh, you're always trying to get better. And Mohamed Wagi has had some injuries and, and came to Tuscaloosa uh, with some injuries, had off-season surgery. And he's been a little up and down uh, with a lower leg injury. Nick Pringle, of course, has been up and down with uh, some some different, maybe off the court, issues. nothing major, but some, some issues where he's uh, got suspended a couple times. But if what we saw on this past Saturday in Baton Rouge from Nick Pringle uh, is a sign that things are going the right direction, I think there's reason for optimism. He played maybe his best game in Alabama uniform in Baton Rouge on both ends of the floor. So hopefully that continues tomorrow against Texas A&M because whether it's Nick, whether it's Nick and Mohamed Wagi, those guys will play critical roles moving forward, but especially tomorrow against a tough physical Exactly. You know, Nato's even uh, propped Pringle up a little bit in, in the midweek uh, 
meetings with the media. Uh, we saw how well it worked out for Florida, having the midweek game off last week with the energy they came out with against Auburn last Saturday in Gainesville. You think uh, that can – or I know you hope it plays out that way in Tuscaloosa. Alabama played really well Saturday. What's the week off mean? You've played uh, a four-year letterman at Alabama. What, what's having a, a week off mean? Is it good? Is it Can it be bad? Well, I think it's great uh, long-term, uh, but, you know, in the short term, it's been pretty good to the teams that have had those those midweek buys. Uh, so hopefully that continues. But, you know, it's a balance for the coaching staff of how much time you give off uh, to let guys rest legs and, and how how hard do you go and how often and, and you know, how, how many, how long are, you, are your practices and those sorts of things. And that's something that, that coaches around the country try to balance because legs are, can be an issue. You're, you've got some tired legs and, and, you, and you've got some, some tired brains. I mean, you're at the, the basketball facility at the Coliseum and the practice gym and the film sessions. Uh, gosh, you feel like you never leave um, from the time, not, not just the, the game start in, in the season, but really, once you get to school in August, I mean, you are meeting, you're practicing, you're in the film room, weight room, practice gym, and to have a little bit of time off uh, is refreshing. But then you got to get it back, and, and you got to regain the momentum that Alabama has. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like going into the halftime sometimes when you're rolling. I mean, you you, you want the break, you want to go into halftime, but gosh, you're playing well, you kind of want to keep going. Uh, so that you know that maybe a little bit of both, but I think ultimately. Uh, a midweek game off is good for this team, and hopefully they'll have fresh legs and be ready to roll tomorrow morning. Brian, passing for a couple more minutes here. Brian, uh, when you look at this roster, uh, you know, Rylan Griffin back, Mark Sears back, uh, and Nick Pringle back. Really, the only three guys that contributed uh, a great deal last year, and then you lose in the offseason the big guy, your big rim protector, and you weren't expecting to lose him. How incredible is it that this Alabama team is where it is under Nate Oates after losing so much production from a year ago? It's absolutely incredible. And if it wasn't for how badly the media missed on picking South Carolina 14th, uh, it would be clear who the SEC Coach of the Year, maybe the front runner for National Coach of the Year would be. Uh, It would be Nate Oates. And it'll be interesting to see how – South Carolina finishes and how Alabama finishes, because I, I think uh, he will get a lot of consideration for national coach of the year because of all the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, just amazing that Alabama, here we are in, in February, mid-February, and Alabama once again trying to win its third SEC regular season title in four years right up there at the top and all the, the pieces that are missed from a year ago and in recent years, especially that coaching staff and having to build that from scratch uh, in the off season is just amazing uh, what Nate Oates has done over his time in Tuscaloosa, but especially this last 10, 11, 12 months. All right, not asking to tell me anything you shouldn't or break any promises to anybody, but I've heard a little bit, Brian, and it may be just be a little teeny little spark 
that maybe the discussion about an arena isn't totally dead and that maybe there are some powerful people that are wanting to get that fire burning a little bit more. And maybe it's because they know people will try to come after Nate Oates at some point. What are your thoughts about that? Have you heard the same type things? Just give me a Brian Passink update there. Okay. Well, first of all, I... <laughs> This may shock you. I, I, they, they did not fill me in or come to me asking for money, um, <laughs> which I'm, poor, I'm, I'm happy about the second part. Uh, but listen, this is ne- it's never been dead. It's just been with and with yeah, the shale economy yeah. and, and like you know what would you know 100 million doesn't go as far as it used to. Uh, so you know so they they need to raise more money and. You know, so it's just a matter of time, um, and and it's a it's just a timing thing, and the and getting the finances in place, and to do it responsibly, and do it the right way. Um, this is not going to be something that is thrown together. Uh, it's going to be done right, and when it happens, it's going to be incredible. I hope it happens sooner rather than later. I know everybody involved wants that to happen, including the administration, uh, but it just costs a lot more than it used to. Otherwise. You know, it, it would be being built right at this moment. Uh, so hopefully uh, that'll happen and um, they'll get the funding in place and they'll make it happen. I, I know this from from fans to former players and current people around the program and the administration to the very top. Uh, everybody is so thankful uh, to be where we are in men's basketball and have the head coach that we have uh, as recently as a couple weeks ago, Jay Billis on College Game Day said that NATO's might be the face of college basketball moving forward. So obviously we're so fortunate to have him in Tuscaloosa and excited about the future. And, and whenever that, that new building happens, uh, I, I know Alabama fans and everybody around the program will be excited about that. Final thing, how much of a factor, if at all, do you think that decision could play into Nate Oates' future at Alabama? I really don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that, that um, you know, every, everybody involved is excited. He's our basketball coach, sure. including Nate Oates. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's the main thing and, and how those other factors, um, you know, what, what, what that will determine. I don't know. I, I know that, uh, that everybody wants it to happen and I expect it to, and, and hope it happens sooner rather than later. Brian, have a great call tomorrow morning, man. I know it'll be exciting in there. I know they're doing a lot of things to get the students in there early to have an impact on the game. Go get them tomorrow morning at Coleman. Looking forward to it. Should be another great day in Coleman Coliseum, another sellout uh, honoring the the Elite Eight team. So all we got to do is is get a win to make it a great day. I I appreciate you having me. You bet. I hope your knuckles are sore with uh, uh, knuckles with Stewart uh, on big plays tomorrow morning. Well, I'm just (laughs) glad Chris had a week off to let his his knuckles rest for all the bruising that's happened in recent weeks. Appreciate it, We'll be ready tomorrow. Thanks, Brian. (laughs) Thanks, Doug. Take care, buddy. Brian Passink, the color analyst for the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Chris Stewart and Brian, I'll tell you, I don't know if you people People realize sometimes we get too close to the forest to see the trees. But Andy Burcham and Sonny Smith, what the entertainment that they provide Auburn fans who are listening, 
is top shelf, as is the entertainment provided by Chris Stewart and Brian Passing. Both are phenomenal, and we are blessed to have our SEC programs in the state to have such talented guys bringing us the radio play-by-play action. We'll take a break. We're back. I want to talk about South Carolina some when we get back. I don't think things are going to be so rosy for the Gamecocks down the stretch in the SEC. We'll look at it when we return. It is the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. We're Montgomery, Alabama. The place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the Little Tramp. Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium. Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next part of your event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so... Whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. Today. 
Are you ready to transform your bathroom into a space of innovation and luxury? Look no further than Bath Innovations of Alabama, your go-to for custom bathroom remodeling. Bath Innovations introduces cutting-edge shower enclosures crafted with integrated high-tech polymer, safety, space optimization, and a stunning aesthetic. These enclosures redefine your bathroom experience. Made with top-tier materials and state-of-the-art technology, their enclosures boast unparalleled durability. They are mold and mildew resistant, easy to clean, and come with a limited lifetime warranty. Bath Innovations Shower Enclosures proudly carry the prestigious Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval, ensuring quality and excellence. With over 300 color pattern combinations, finding the perfect match for your bathroom decor is a breeze. Elevate your space with Bath Innovations. Interested in a bathroom remodel? Call Bath Innovations today for a free estimate. Visit their design center at 2331 Eastern Boulevard or explore options on their website, bathinnovations.com. Peyton's Place might be the only meat and three restaurant in town with the drive through window. Need a quick lunch at not fast food? Peyton's Place drive through is the answer. Come inside and dine or pick it up at the window. They serve lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Call in your order for carryout or drive through at 396-3630. That's Peyton's Place, the number two, and eat.com. Peyton's Place, Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner University. Call 396-3630 for carryout or drive through Peyton's Place. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you call 334-517-1210 text 334-313-1170 or email mrt at espntheticket.com Folks, as we roll toward the top of the hour, Mark Smart joins us at the top of the hour for hour two. Neil Posey, the St. James coach, just spent his first year at St. James as the head coach. He was Jimmy Perry's offensive coordinator at St. James during their state championship run a couple of years ago. Neil will join me. He has left St. James. Uh, We can't say to where because it can't be announced till Monday, I'm told. Uh, but he will be joining a Power 5 college football staff. Uh, we'll just leave it at that for now. And then Brian Williams, he joins us in the second hour after scrap. Then Brian Williams, former Alabama great, top 10 scorer in the history of Alabama. We'll kind of put in perspective again. We did this some last year. We'll do it again this year with Brian. Just about where basketball is in this state. Because when you look at Auburn, Alabama, and then you look at Troy. Did have a tough one last night. But you look at Samford with Buckyball. Uh, you look at UAB. Uh and how they're doing with Andy Kennedy. Uh, this is, I think, at a at a spot that basketball has never been in the state of Alabama. That that's just me. That's one man's opinion. I can't just reel out numbers to prove that to you, but I can give an opinion on it. I think basketball is in an unmatched era. Uh, as good as Sonny and Wimp were together at Auburn and Alabama, respectively. Um, I just don't think it's as good uh, as it is right now. And I know you're going to say, hey, man, remember when South Alabama and Ronnie Arrow beat Alabama in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I remember it. uh, Wimp Sanderson remembers it, too. Don't ask him about it if you want uh, to eat the lunch in front of you. Uh, Still uh, sporting on that one, I'm thinking. Uh, So I get all of that. I know UAB made it to an Elite Eight one year, too. I get all that. Uh, but I just believe as a big group, 
I don't think basketball has ever been where it is currently in the state of Alabama. You know the numbers to get in touch with me. Let's have some fun today as we roll on on a Friday. 334-517-1210 is the number you need to call to get Bill Edmondson. He'll pipe you through to me. And then if you want to text the Big Enterprises text box, let's do that as well. 334-313-1170. Again, been told that the... Tents are up, and are, they're already making arrangements to continue that downwire road. It is packed in Auburn today, the day before college game day. I had a text conversation uh, with Reese Davis earlier. We were trying to get him on the program, but he's traveling from Orlando to Auburn for college game day tomorrow. You know, Jay Billis and Dan Schulman will be there uh, for the call tomorrow evening. Uh, and then the uh, the rest of the college game day crew will be there at Neville Arena. It's my understanding that Neville is opening up a little early for the students, as it should uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and then the, the general public... Uh, will will be allowed in after uh, there's thirty a thirty minute head start um, about the uh, deal. Let me see if I can find that at those exact times. If you're planning on going, uh, I think I've got some of those times. Yeah, gates will open for students. That keep in mind now game uh, game day is from nine to eleven. Okay, tomorrow morning, students will be allowed in beginning at seven o'clock. The general public. Will be allowed in beginning at 7:30. After the conclusion of game day, Neville Arena will be cleared. All the fans uh, will have to be back or have to be out, and then you are let back in. I'm assuming they open Neville Arena. I'll need uh, many of my friends that have season tickets or have been there to a game recently, like Reagan Ingram, my buddy. Uh, he is a season ticket holder with his beautiful bride, Karen. I, I would assume that they open those open back up. Do they open two hours before in college basketball now? Uh, I'm not totally sure. I do know that if you're going to the game tomorrow, Beard Eves Memorial Coliseum parking lots, first come, first serve on game days. It's right across the street. Uh, that's If you can get in there, that's a good place to get if indeed you can make that happen. Uh, how about this? <laughs> uh, depending on where you look for your aftermarket basketball tickets, you can vary anywhere from $182 for standing room only tomorrow evening within the, for the Kentucky game. Hey, but if you want a club seat, and this was as of yesterday afternoon, you want a club seat in Neville Arena tomorrow? Hey. I know Bill Edmondson's got this kind of money. $3,000 for a seat in the club seat for a college basketball game at Neville Arena in Auburn. Is that not unbelievable? Uh, Mark's just texted, said they opened it up one hour before when he went to a game. So maybe that's it. Uh, I can honestly tell you. I don't really know because if I'm going to games, I'm normally going with a with a credential, so I'm not really sure what what time the gates do open. Here's one thing that I have a strong opinion of, and that is, as you know, I've been beating this drum for a few weeks. I have believed that it seems to me that on SEC now, pregame, halftime, postgame, that South Carolina has been propped up a lot, and it has been a great story, as you heard Brian Passing say. 
They were picked 14th, and they got off to just a phenomenal start and are now, what, one game back in in the SEC standings, in, in the loss column. But I'm here to tell you, I think a tailspin is coming. (laughs) You know, they get beat 40, and you can say all you want about that. If you don't think a 40-point loss affects your psyche moving forward, if you think that's just easy to toss away, I don't believe it is. Having covered athletics for as long as I have for 40 years, I don't believe you just just absolutely toss 40-point losses off your shoulder and forget about them. So I think that's going to be kind of a hanging-on thing. But when you look at South Carolina's resume, listen to this now. No matter what they are in the AP and coaches poll, we know the people that vote in those polls are lazy and don't spend the time they should be spending to getting it done the right way. South Carolina is 61 in BPI. That's ESPN's power index. They're 50 in Ken Palm. And I believe they're 50 in the net as well. Uh, I th- They've got six games left. Listen to me, folks. They play LSU tomorrow at home. That should be a win. But the next five are against teams playing in the tournament. Three of them are on the road that are basically not even on the bubble of the tournament. Well, Ole Miss is on the bubble. I literally think that they'll lose at least three down the stretch. And you say, well, Doug, they're 21 and four, man. What do you want? Well, here's how their resume looks. Their non-conference strength of schedule there's only like 370, somewhere, 365 Division I teams. Their non-conference strength of schedule was 3-3-4. Three, three, 334th. I think they need a couple of big wins. To, to I think if they fell apart, if they lose four of the last six and they end up being 11-7 and seven in the league, and, and I'm here to tell you that that's not far-fetched. They are 9-3 right now. That's 12. They got six more. If they lose four of those and end up 11-7, and seven, and by the way, Steve Witten, the general manager, uh, market guy over at Aub- the Auburn Network that carries our show, hour and a half prior to the game is when the gates will open tomorrow. But if South Carolina goes 11-7, and seven, in other words, if they lose five of their last seven games, their net and their kin palm ain't going to be that great. And their strength of schedule, when it's all said and done in the, in the non-conference, could they literally, if they completely bomb out, right now in the bracketology, they are a six-seed Just keep an eye on it, folks. If they win a couple, two, maybe three, no problem. They'll be solidly in the field. But if they go two and four or one and five, I'm telling you, I think they could play their way out of the field all together. When we get back after this timeout, we'll welcome in our good friend Scrap. Mark Smart joins us. But let me tell you about Carol's Carpet Flooring America real quick here before we get to that point. 
Our man, Drew Corson, and the great gang over there, Bruce Hill, and all the folks that run that family-owned business, make it happen on a daily basis at both Prattville and Montgomery locations. Product, price, service, and warranties. If you're making an investment, and I get it, flooring is an investment. Cleaning fluid is a purchase. Flooring is an investment, and if you're making an investment, you want to make sure you're in line in those four categories, and nobody does that better than Carol's Carpet Flooring America. It is exactly why friends send their friends there and why it is the most recommended flooring store in the River Region. Get by and see Carol's Carpet Flooring America. You'll be glad you did. Hour one done on a Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. We'll be welcoming in my friend Mark Smart right after this on the program. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Pizza Perfect is offering a super deal for you when you're watching all of the big games this month. In February, buy any large pizza and get $3 off. Pizza Perfect's buffet includes pizza, as well as spaghetti, breadsticks, salad, dessert, and drink for only $11. The buffet is available Monday through Saturday for lunch and for dinner on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Pizza Perfect is also available for pickup and delivery. $3 off any large pizza in February at Pizza Perfect on Coliseum Boulevard in Eastbrook. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with Introducing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. It's six times filtered. Has no sugar. No artificial aftertaste. And has a nice spicy kick. And is the only National Heart Seltzer that is USDA certified organic. Don't fall for anything else. 
New Spicy Pineapple Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. As real as it tastes. Wiley Sanders isn't just family-owned, but is also God and family-oriented. As a trucking company built by truck drivers, they know that faith, family, and drivers are the key to success. When you work with Wiley Sanders Truck Lines, you receive a $1,000 sign-on bonus, competitive pay based on experience, Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and more. Call now, 855-777-9785 or 24-hour calling, 334-372-5049. Experience the camaraderie by driving for Wiley Sanders. If you're looking for the best opportunity for copier multifunction systems and printers, look no further than ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. It's locally owned by Eddie and Judy Cobb, and they are service-oriented. Ten service techs to take care of all of your needs, but most of all, Eddie and Judy have built their business on integrity and trust. It's ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. Give them a call at 334-396-0809. Hugger up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, kiss it goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smoochworthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. Your NASCAR station in the River Region is WTXK, Hike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. It's time to retake your seat at the roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region, Auburn and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. All right, welcome into hour two of the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. A lot going on throughout the rest of the program. We certainly want you to be a big part of it. 334-517-1210 gets you on the air with us. 334-313-1170 gets you into the Pig Enterprises text box. I was sent a video of Wire Road in Auburn, uh, which is not even – even before you turn down, heading through the dorms toward the arena – They're already, uh, as of an hour ago, somebody just did this like in the last couple hours, literally about 25 to 30 tents just on wire road, and they just started putting them on wire road, but they are wall to wall from the turn in off of wire road down toward the arena. 
It's going to be crazy late this afternoon and tonight in Auburn, Alabama. I can promise you that. More on that shortly. Auburn and Kentucky tomorrow at 5. Alabama and Texas A&M tomorrow morning at 11. Preceded from 9 until 11 by College Game Day at Neville Arena. Let's welcome in always our mid-hour guest on Fridays. He's got more wisdom in his pinky than I've ever had in my entire lifetime. We call him Scrap. You you may call him Mark Smart or Scrap if you feel comfortable doing so. How you doing there, brother? What's going on on this Friday? Oh, just a glorious Friday, Doug. It Couldn't really be is. Better. Weather, weather's cooperative for February. A L- lot of good things. High school baseball started yesterday. Hey, what kind College. of team are you guys going to have? Uh, they're, they're young, uh, play with a lot of energy, re- really like the direction. Uh, my son's doing a great job. Uh, college baseball division one starts today. Yeah. Uh, Troy opens up at home four game series with Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, it's a great time of year for baseball. They got for me, obviously I love this time of year, opening day, opening weekend, so much, uh, energy, excitement, anticipation, a lot to look forward to. And the weather is cooperative, so that you can't ask for anything better than I that. I totally agree with you there, Coach. All right, we need to backtrack with you. We only go Friday to Friday with you. Your thoughts about the Super Bowl in Vegas, all the pomp and circumstance surrounding it. I will admit, Coach, that um, when we got to the start of overtime, I knew the rules. Apparently, the 49ers <laughs> didn't know the rules. And Kyle Shanahan's taking a beating uh, this week with his decision to take the football, considering the new rules. It, in essence, lets the other team have an extra down if needed with the second right. possession. Um, I don't know your thoughts about that, but I don't think Kyle Shanahan's handled it uh, masterfully uh, in the post-Super Bowl couple of few days. Well, first of all, it's a great game. Um, you know, overtime plus, uh, you know, you don't get that very often, you know, the fourth quarter back and forth, uh, was, was great. And obviously Mahomes was the difference. I mean, the guy's the best player in football. He's the single biggest impact in football. And if he has the ball last chances are, he's going to win. Yep. You, you know, and that's been proven time and time and time again, especially in the postseason. Um, you know, he threw his first interception in however many postseason games. Uh, he didn't play particularly well early, nor did the Chiefs. They didn't move the ball. They didn't run the ball very well. But they did some really good things in the second half. And it came down to the last play of the game, which is what all fans enjoy. Here's the one thing that I would say about the overtime. I, I understand the get the ball second. I, I get that completely. You can't debate that idea in, in theory but what nobody's saying even football people that are you know invested in nfl football analysts etc what nobody talks about which i thought had some merit to consider and again i'm not defending the decision to take the ball but their defense got shredded in the fourth quarter shredded and they had just come off the field to tie the game got shredded now the fourth quarter at Kansas City ran up down the field on them they were gassed and if you remember that last drive it went down to the last play you know they had hit Kelsey down inside the 10 first and goal from the 10 with 10 seconds left through the incompletion had to kick the tie their defense was gassed 
You want to put them right back out there on the field after just getting gashed two series in a row? Nobody talks about that. I I thought that had merit for him to – I I don't think that's why he necessarily took the ball. Yeah, listen, I agree with you, but if if he had said that – if that's he just what, said, but he never said. did. He didn't. He, no, ne- he has never said. referenced that. Had he said that up front, scrap? I think people yeah. may be a little more forgiving. Well, again, I, I I just think there was some merit to that thought. Now, now his his lobby is, hey, we get the ball third, and we can end the game. Okay, that, you know, t- t- technically that's right by by the rules. If of you the get to the third, <laughs> technically, but the third doesn't come into play. What happens first is first. You don't play for third, you play for first. Uh, so that was a technical mistake that he made. If, if, in fact, that's why they chose to take the ball. Because it was very obvious. What he said. Uh, well, it was very obvious that both teams had had some discussion about, okay, if we get to overtime, what do we need to do? And Kansas City's clearly said, hey, we want, we want to play defense. And then San Francisco ultimately must have said, hey, we want the ball. And th- that's why they chose to take the ball. Uh, so as it played out, it, you know, like you said, his post-Super Bowl comments have not been very well received because they don't make legitimate sense in terms of how to win that football game. Nor have yeah. his players post Super Bowl comments. Well, that, that, that really well. makes him look bad. Yeah, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and, we had no idea of the new rule. I mean, that's awful. Yeah, well, and you know, I don't know if you I saw this somewhere, but Hardman, the touchdown winner, um, you know, he was so wrapped up in the moment he didn't know for sure the game was over at that particular moment. And and I, I found it very interesting um that as the clock was ticking down in overtime, I, for a brief moment, I'm thinking, "Wait a minute! If they run out of time, what no, does that they mean? just yeah, you they know? just go to the next quarter but, and go to the other bit, end of the at field." At some point, with like thirty twenty nine, you know, under thirty seconds, uh, Nance or Romo or one of them said, "Hey, if you're the, the clock doesn't play a factor, you know, they would move into the what is essentially would be the second quarter of overtime, correct?" Which I thought was good information to share. You know, just generally, I'm sitting there thinking, "Holy cow, they're going to run out of time!" And then my own thought was, "That can't be right. No. They have to have their possession play out." That's right. Uh, and essentially, the postseason overtime is they and and the guy said it in the when he was talking to both captains. We're starting a new game. Yeah, that's all you, you needed know, to hear. I thought that was interesting because in the regular season, that's not the way. Correct. You know, the overtime period works. Obviously, it's ten minutes. You know, if you score a touchdown, it's over, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Uh, so I like the idea of both teams getting the ball. I think that's great because then ultimately you would win the game on a coin toss, maybe by taking the ball. So, but it, again, it, it it didn't it didn't finish. You know, for the Forty ers by the decision and then the result that didn't play out. But, I mean, let's be honest. If they, you know, kick the field goal and get a turnover, you know, make a big play, stop them down, you know, they could have won the game with a field goal, you know, by taking the ball first too, you know. So just didn't play out in their favor. But it was a heck of a game. You know, I got to say this. Uh, Kyle Shanahan becoming more under the gun as well with the coaching move he made. And let me just fill you in on this, folks. As you know, Steve Wilkes, uh, in his first year of San, uh, San Francisco's defensive coordinator, uh, 
had better numbers this year than San Francisco did last year under D'Amico Ryans, who got a head coaching job with the Houston Texans. If you look at all the numbers that matter, points per game, yards per game, all of that, they were better in 23 than they were in 22. They gave up one touchdown to the best quarterback in the world in regulation. Literally played, I thought, really, really well, considering he got canned on Wednesday, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday, at San Francisco. And I'm just telling you, Scrap, there are a lot of people that cover that league that ain't happy about it but that are kind of holding their words a little bit. But that's not a good look at all. No, especially since he is highly regarded in the industry. You know, he's a very popular coach. He's had success. In fact, he's had two head coaching stints, one full-time, one interim. Uh, So he's a highly regarded coach. And for him to be dismissed after earning a trip to the Super Bowl and, oh, by the way, playing it for the last play, you know, in, in a pretty solid effort against, you know, the Chiefs that are, you know, great offensive power. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. And for him to terminate him, what, what it told me is there must have been some uh, some what internal issue because it wasn't output. His output was fabulous. So there had to be some internal strife between Shanahan. Oh, there was. And potentially. Yep. Uh, you know, et cetera, that, that caused him to make a decision uh, that, that, again, has not been well-received in the industry. Uh, who you're going to get to improve that? Not not sure. You know, not sure. I, you know, there's plenty of capable people. But, you know, that guy's his, – his lot's been proven, Wilkes has, certainly. I'll say this. Got a feeling at least there's some smoke flying around this as a possibility – um, I'm not so sure that the guy to keep your eye on here is a guy that, quite frankly, I wanted the Dallas Cowboys to hire if they would have fired the the dunce cap that's my team's head coach, and that's Mike Vrabel. Uh, people are believing that the former Tennessee Titans head coach that was relieved of his duties may be the guy that is on the radar for Kyle Shanahan at San Francisco. That would be a great hire. Well, to be honest with you, Doug, something like that would be the only thing that would be well-received. You know, if you go out and hire an unproven guy or a younger guy, you go out and hire a guy like Vrabel, who's got, you know, skin in the game, head coach, very successful. Okay, now you can say, look, I felt like it was an upgrade. You go out and hire Joe Smith, who's been a coordinator for a year, or you know, a rising young coach, or the defensive people, line coach. <laughs> yeah, what, what, are you, what are you talking about here now? I mean, we just let go of a five-star coach, so Brable would would be a huge upgrade in in the in the process. That doesn't mean he's going to perform better, but he would at least be well received. Coach, but, I, I mean, let's face it; they their their roster is stacked. They've got a great roster. I mean, they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year, right now. Their roster is probably the best roster in football, uh, which puts them in a great position to win. Let me say this, and I don't know about the dynamics in an NFL organization and how that all plays out and and all of that. I, I totally don't get it, what the relationship needs to be among coordinators and the head coach. 
I've never been in, at a, in a football locker room at that level. Even the, the Power Five level, I've never been involved. But when I hear things like the, the past year's defensive coordinator, Wilkes, wasn't doing things the, on defense the way that Shanahan wanted them done, it bothers me a little bit. Shanahan is an offensive coach. He has reared, you know, his whole entire career uh, has been all about offense. You know, he's the right. coordinator for right. the Falcons when they blew the lead against New England. He's an offensive dude. You're telling me that you're now going to stick your head in the – you've hired a defensive coordinator, a very good defensive coordinator, and you're going to start looking at and literally saying you're not running the defense like I want it run? I mean, right. I, I, that, that makes no sense to me. Well, again, you know, as the head coach, you have the authority to, to make whatever decision you feel is appropriate in your, in your role as head coach. Uh, so, so does he have that authority? Sure, he does. He does. Does he? Does he need to be in that room? Does he need to be challenging that? N- not if he's not in there every day. Not if he's not involved in the day to day, which probably he's not. Again, I, who would know? I, unless you're in the building with him. But he's a, he's the play caller of offense. He's the offensive guru. He's probably not in the strategy sessions of the defense. You know, all through the week, the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. He's going to look at it from the outside. You know, he called timeout once in the fourth quarter because he didn't like the, you know, the, the matchup. You know, he ran down and called timeout. Wilkes was calling the defense, and he ran down and called timeout. Yeah. Uh, that, that's not normal. That, that's not normal. Uh, so, again, you know, Wilkes may come out of this better, you know, because he can get into a better situation where, you know, he's got the freedom to make decisions and, you know, do his thing. But, uh you know, Shanahan gets a lot of credit. I mean, he's done a lot of great things. He's a great regular seat. He's yet to win that big game, which is a big, you know, that's a big deal. But but for me, Doug, I, you know, the guy's a great coach whether he wins the Super Bowl or not. Just like, you know, Dan Marino was a great quarterback. He just he didn't win the Super Bowl doesn't mean he's less of a quarterback. Same with Shanahan. But they praise and praise and praise, uh, yet some of the things he's doing doesn't deserve praise. You know, he's made tactical decisions in both both Super Bowl losses that are critical, and now he's made a tactical personnel decision that's oh, being criticized. Yeah. You know, agree. so there's some you know where there's smoke, there's fire. Maybe you know who knows. You know, uh, you talked about Super Bowl wins. Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl, and that doesn't make him a great coach. No, no, ex- that, that's <laughs> on the flip side. You're exactly yeah. right. He, he had a really good team with a great quarterback that you know that was the best team in football that year, and he gets credit for that. Doesn't make him a great coach. And, yeah, he's another one right now that, I mean, three straight 12 win seasons that haven't been done in, you know, Cowboys world in a long, long time, yet they can't parlay that into postseason success. Yeah, you're so, gra- you're graded there a little bit differently than you're graded in college. Post right. Postseason is everything. It is everything. As, uh, as it should in the be. NFL. It is everything. Yeah. Uh, because making the playoffs is not as big a deal because there's more teams that make the playoffs and it's, you know, it's expanded even further the last couple of years, which is good for football. Uh, more teams get a chance to play in the tournament. Uh, but unless you win in the postseason, you don't get a lot of credit. And McCarthy certainly struggled, you know, in his Dallas tenure and, you know, widely suspected speculated he would be let go this year. I thought they did the right thing by hanging on to him. Cause if you dump him, then you got to kind of start over again, you know, and 
Quite frankly, I'm okay with it if you get Vrabel. If you hire Vrabel, I'm fine with that. Quite well, frankly. I mean, at some at some point, you know, the clocks. I mean, Jerry Jones is over 80. You know, at what point is he wanting to start over again? You know, I mean, they've had success. They got to find a way to get over the hump. You know, part of their success here of late, their their division hasn't been quite as strong. You know, Washington struggled. The Giants, they were decent last year. They were really bad this year. Uh, Philadelphia's been good, but they petered out. They've had success in their division. They got to turn that to success in the postseason. Hey, I'm going to ask you one more question somewhat in this same line of thinking. Then we're going to take a break and talk basketball. Can you stick with me for another segment? Yeah, sure. All right, so, but my first question is this. I want you to think this out. This is a pet peeve of mine. People think I'm crazy for believing this. And I want our listeners to chime in, too. You can text me your answer. And I guess I'm just sick of hearing it because I'm all about looking at the full picture not just the picture that is easily looked at and and determined here. I don't believe that Bill Belichick is the greatest NFL coach of all time. And the reason I don't think it is because without TB12, he is average at best, not very good at worst. If you just look year by year, when Brady left, they sucked. Before Brady played, he sucked. Losing record without Tom Brady as the dude. So I think it's unfair to just automatically say Bill Belichick's the NFL GOAT because what has Bill Belichick done without 12? It, it's, a fair, it's a fair assessment. It's a fair assessment. It's not going to be seen that way because of the Super Bowl titles. Again, all with Brady, certainly. But that that's the way, you know, you, you just said it earlier, Doug. Ultimately, you're judged on the postseason success, ultimately, in the NFL. And, you know, he's won more Super Bowls than anybody. And, again, albeit with one quarterback in charge, but that's the lay of the land. So that's why he gets the acclaim of greatest of all time. Uh, Not deserved, in my opinion. And, and again, you can make that argument, and it's a valid argument. Because, again, without Brady as quarterback, you know, Brady got hurt, I don't recall the year, 2009, somewhere down the line, you know, he got hurt opening day. They went 11-5, 2008. Right, Mm. they went 11-5. And, and, you know, that's really the only year uh, that Belichick had success without Brady, you know, prior to him taking over. For, for the injured Bledsoe in New England, they were just an average team. You know, obviously when he retired or, you know, when he went to Tampa and got out of New England, they were just a very average to below average team. Last year they were really bad. Uh, so you can make the case that, yeah, Brady made the man. But when you talk in NFL circles, which I'm not in, you hear, uh, by far and away the best defensive coach that's ever coached. Far and away. There, there is no debate about that. I think Buddy Ryan may argue with you on that. Well, and again, that I would say that Ryan is maybe the closest to the argument uh, in terms of that. But Belichick did it longer as a head coach, and Ryan had success both as a coordinator and as a head coach. Uh, but again, your 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 argument is extremely valid. But yeah, how can you say he's the greatest coach ever when he did it with one quarterback? And you look back through the history of some of the other great coaches, and they did it with multiple 
scenarios. They won in multiple no different ways. So that there is a validity to the argument. Just wanted to throw it out there for a second. Hey, we do need to take a break. Running behind. We'll talk for a few minutes about basketball in this state sure. with you when we return. Stick around. Mark Smart. Remember Neil Posey coming up later in the hour. Brian Williams, former Alabama grade in the third hour. Great to have you with us on the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 1067. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. What's going on at United? We have some new and improved financing available. It is quick, simple, and we can get you qualified in just a couple of minutes. Get a new efficient system with monthly payments as low as $90 and with no down payment. The process is fast and hassle-free. Call today and ask about the new financing program. Locally owned and operated with well over 300 years combined experience, United takes care of thousands of families in the River Region every year. Call for a free estimate and let us educate you on all the latest technology free estimates affordable pricing new finance options dependable service teams and the latest technology it's no surprise united is number one in the river region stop throwing money away and call united today 262-0247 or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on facebook alabama certification number 84560 Hey, y'all, Lewis at the Capital Oyster Bar over here on that beautiful Alabama River. Y'all are easy to get to. If you hadn't ever been here, get on I-65, take that North Boulevard exit, then take the first exit, that's Louisville Street, hit the bottom of the ramp, and turn right, turn right, and turn right again three times. Come on down here to the river. We cook up fresh seafood from the Gulf. Got a fryer, a steamer, and a grill. You know, we got Valentine week. That's right. Starting Wednesday, we'll be cooking up great seafood for you, making some crab cakes up for you. Got some bluefin tuna, some groupers, some snappers. 
offer. So all kind of fresh fish coming in this week. And then Sunday afternoon, we're back at it, y'all. Springs are coming, and we're bringing in you some great blues show. And this Sunday, we'll kick it off 4 o'clock showtime with Ghost Town Blues Band coming to town. That's right, from Memphis, the Ghost Town Blues Band. It's going to be a lot of fun, great musicians, a great time. You can be part of this all. So check it out at CapitalOysterBar.com or our Facebook page. You'll see a menu, everything you need to know about how to get here and how to rent a boat in the RV park. Get down here soon. Come hungry. We're looking for you. Happy Valentine. Beasley Allen is proud to support the Troy Trojans. Beasley Allen has been helping those who need it most since 1979. This applies to the clients they serve, but also to the community. The firm is involved in a wide variety of service projects that touch the lives of individuals in several locations, including the River Region. Visit them online at BeasleyAllen.com or follow them on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of the legal services performed by other lawyers. Basil's Truck and Camper wants to hook you up. Basil's Truck and Camper specializes in trailer sales and service. They install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. They're dealers for Lear, Roland Lock, Undercover, WeatherTech, Better Build Toolboxes, B&W Gooseneck Hitches, and are the only draw-tight hitch pro in the state. Basil's Truck and Camper is located at 507 Northeastern Boulevard or call 260-5554. Check them out at basilstruckandcamper.com and follow them on Facebook. Come on by and let Basil's hook you up. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, we got a short segment here, but I want to bring back Scrap Floor yet because I want him to talk about, from his perspective, what basketball is like in this state right now. You've been in this state a long time, been a Division One coach in this state for a long time, a Division One athlete in this state as well. You never really left after that, and I'm not sure. In fact, I feel pretty confident uh, in my opinion that basketball has never been what it currently is in our own state collegiately no no question doug it's awfully good that that, i mean you look across the state at all levels uh you you know the high 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 major the mid-major etc highly competitive all top of the division uh the energy surrounding all these programs are really really strong and then you know you've got the phenomenon going on at auburn that's you know getting a claim as you know, the, the, the wildest place in the country to play, the very best student section in America. Uh, you referenced early when I came on the wire road tent set up for the big game tomorrow with Kentucky. Uh, that, that's what you get when basketball is at a premium. And, uh, you know, Kentucky is the, you know, is the blue blood, the standard, the staple. Uh, they'll have their hands full tomorrow against Auburn because they're one of the best, very best home teams in the country. Uh, but you're right, man. It's 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 a great time to be a basketball fan in our state. Uh, you know, Troy's having the best season they've had in many years. Scott Cross is one of the better coaches in the country, in my opinion. Uh, he's done an incredibly good job here at Troy. Uh, UAB's playing well. It's just across the state, and it's great to see. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, I think tomorrow's a big day. I, I just would, I, you know, if Auburn and Alabama – once again, we're one and two in the standings either way. One or two, Auburn, Alabama, Alabama, Auburn. 
then it's going to do nothing more for me than to validate my opinion that I've held all season long. And that is that these two programs right now are the best two programs over the last five years in the Southeastern Conference, and I don't think there's much debate about it. Well, I, you start with the coaches. It's, it's obvious. Bruce Pearl is clearly, clearly one of the best, you know, five, six, seven coaches in the country. But there's no debate. His history of success at every stop. At every level, starting in Division Two Southern Indiana years ago, uh, all the way through to Auburn, um, highly successful at every level. You look at Nate Oates, shorter tenure, obviously not not as established, but at every level: high school, small college, big college, SEC. Two really, really great coaches, and then the the the, the staple for me, which is really cool. The passion and the energy attached to Bruce Pearl is genuine. It's real, man. That guy's vibe is awfully good, and it permeates throughout the university. He's, you know, the, the fans love him. They sell out for him. It's his doing. Now he's, a, you know, his team's good, but it's attached to Pearl. I think he's really, really good. And Oates is quickly establishing himself as one of the top, you know, eight or ten co- coaches in the country as well. All right, so uh, tomorrow's a big day. Everybody will enjoy it. We'll dig deeper into it in hour three. I want to share one thing with you about our previous conversation. I literally have two minutes left, so we can't dig deep into this. His overall record, certainly not the same, but I literally, I think, could make a pretty good argument. I, I just looked up NFL coaches who have won Super Bowls with more than one quarterback. Just to talk about the Bill Belichick argument. Mm-hmm. Can you remember the, the head coach that won with not one, not two, but three different quarterbacks? Is that Joe Gibbs? That is Joe Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. And he won, you know, with Doug Williams, with Mark Rippian, and he won with Joe Theismann. Right. And it's kind of an argument that I've made, not an argument, but a point about Nick Saban. Nick Saban won with like eight or nine different quarterbacks that got to the elite level in college football. When you can do it at the highest level of the sport with three different guys, he won one in 82, he won one in 87, and he won one in 91. In other words, he took three different skill sets at the most important position in the sport and got it done better than anybody. That makes him, in my mind, an elite coach and every bit as elite as Bill Belichick. Well, that's a valid point. Uh, again, I, I, you, can't, you can't argue that strong enough that, that one of the true measures of a great coach is finding you know, other ways to win. That, that's what makes Saban – maybe the greatest college coach of all time because he won first with defense right. in one game, and then he finished winning with you know explosive offense and et cetera. So he changed in mid-career and, and completely revamped no his style, and, and he won everything. So he's the measure, but you're right, you know, Gibbs. And he's rarely mentioned, Doug. I know. He's rarely mentioned it's in crazy. the elite level. Because he didn't, you know, he, he retired early, came back for a short stint, yeah. re, repositioned Washington, and then got out again. 
And oh, by the way, what did he do after that? He became one of the most successful NASCAR owners. No doubt. Because that's what the man is. So it's a great point you make. Hey, buddy, it's always a pleasure. You're my hero. Thanks for joining us each and every week. We'll do it again next week, my friend. Thanks for having me on, Doug. Always a joy. You bet. That is Mark Smart. I just let you, know, you see that. He just knew it was Gibbs immediately. He got that stuff in front of him. That's coming right off the top of his head. I love him uh, as a part of our program. I love this next guy, too. We've gotten to be good good buddies uh, over the last few years. Neil Posey, he's the son of a guy I competed with in high school basketball, Terry Posey. If you're old like me, you certainly remember Neil Posey, the grandfather as Huntington's head coach in basketball. Terry Posey, a great basketball player and a head coach down in Florida. Now his son is a football coach, and he seems to be on the fast track, too. We'll check in with Neil right after this timeout. It's the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. When it comes to your downtime, roll out the red carpet with top-of-the-line electronics at huge savings during Cohen's President's Day Sale. Elevate everything you watch with a Sony 65-inch smart TV as low as $6.99 and the breathtakingly realistic sound of a Sonos Beam soundbar for only $3.99. You'll never pay a dime more than you should with Cohen's price match guarantee on electronics and ask about special financing too. Keep more presidents in your pocket with the President's Day deals at Cohen's. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Is your child getting the personalized attention they need to excel in math? Mathnasium has a solution for students of all skill levels. We assess each child's strengths and weaknesses, creating a customized learning plan. The Mathnasium method gives them the critical thinking skills they need to thrive, with the option to attend face-to-face online sessions or come to one of our thousand neighborhood learning centers. Mathnasium. We're changing lives through math. Learn more at mathnasium.com. Introducing Budweiser Zero. Zero percent alcohol, zero grams of sugar. Full Budweiser flavor. A refreshing alcohol-free brew that tastes like the real thing. Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol, zero compromise. Hugger up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you broken hearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. 
That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed. And this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Bucks. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. When you think of chiropractic care, I'll bet you only think of a doctor that can help alleviate back and neck pain. This is Dr. Bob Hollis of HealthStar Chiropractic, and I want to talk about another patient who came in, this time with knee pain. He said that he wanted to see if we could help him before he went to see an orthopedic doctor. Just like the patient with back issues I've been telling you about, after we stretched and adjusted his knee, he told us that he was walking upstairs the very next day without any pain. Many of HealthStar patients come looking for non-surgical options, and we help them maintain their aging bones and prevent the need for surgery. At HealthStar Clinic, we offer a wide variety of medical-based treatments that allow us to provide quick pain relief for suffering patients. You can see what all ailments we treat at our website, HealthStarClinic.com. We are located just off Taylor Road across from Applebee's and in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road where you can now find me. Come by and let's see if we can relieve your pain. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170 or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, welcome back, everybody, as we roar toward the top of the hour. Really excited to have in with us a guy that's become a good buddy of mine, the former head coach of the St. James Trojans. Let's welcome in Neil Posey. Neil, good afternoon, bud. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. We'll get to the reason we have you on here in just a moment. Most people know. But, you know, the the neat thing is, is why I feel so connected to your family. You know, I grew up watching your grandpa coach basketball at Huntington College. My dad would take me all the time to Dell Champ Center to watch those games. Then I played basketball against your bro- against your dad, Terry Posey, uh, who did great things at my alma mater. He played at Lanier, but he took St. Uh, Jeff Davis to state titles. And then you come along, you get into a different sport to coach football. But, you know, your family – the the line of coaching in your family in the river region has just been phenomenal. Yeah, we've been here a long time and got a lot of friends and family here. And um, it's kind of been a bittersweet week as well, just uh, leaving all of that, uh, leaving this much, uh, I guess, connection to the city. But uh, like like we were saying, it's a huge opportunity. So. <clears throat> Let's talk about that some, and we'll now let the cat out of the bag. Uh, to an unannounced location, I uh, can't do that till Monday, but you agreed Correct. to come on uh, with me. You're, you're going to be 
Hey, you're going to be on the staff of a Power Five football program, and and I was told, quite frankly, by you know your close friend and your close confidant, uh, and and your former boss, Jimmy Perry, who was the head coach when you were the coordinator for St. James football championship. You know, I was told uh, by him a few years ago, not last year, not the year y'all were about to win the title, but that you would be a college coach sooner or later. That has always been the dream of yours, right, Neil? Well, you know, when you start out, uh, honestly, when I first started coaching in high school at Trinity in 2013, I never thought about coaching in, in college. And as the years went by and I started working with Coach Perry and, and learned more and more, he kind of put the seed in my head that he thought that I could do that. And the more you think about it, the more you're like, yeah, I think I would like to do that. So, um, like I said, it, it really wasn't on the, the realm of possibilities or even in my mind to start out with. But as you go and develop as a, you know, as a coach and um, as a man, I guess it kind of it kind of grew into the possibilities. And um, sure, I'm just thankful that I have the opportunity now. Uh, some people don't ever get a shot. Um, I got my shot, so I just can't I can't uh, let it go to waste. So let, let's go there for a minute. Um you know, it had to have been. I know it, it sounds like, well, this is a, something I couldn't pass up. But still, you know, with your roots in this city, uh, you know, having played college football here, uh, you know, at Huntington with Mike Turk and having coached here, uh, I, I have to believe more than one school, I, I have to believe that despite the great opportunity, it was still a tough call for you and your bride and your family. Yes, it was a tough call. Um, it was tough telling people as well. Oh, um, I bet. Like I said, it's been a tough week all Probably the worst part, um, the toughest part, right? Definitely the toughest part was telling people that I'm leaving and leaving so soon. Um, I actually told the, my nieces last night for the first time, and I've been involved with their 10 and uh, 6, and it's the first time that I'll be away from them. So that was kind of hard. But uh, telling the team was hard, telling the the coaches and and all the people at St. James was very hard uh, just because the relationships that we've built and we've had that, that St. James family and community for the last uh, nine years going on 10. And uh, that was definitely the hardest part, but everybody has been very excited for me and uh, very encouraging to, to go and, and do everybody proud. You know, I believe that Katie Barton has done as good a job as any as the director of athletics uh, for uh, St. James, as any other AD has done in this city. I know she's been in, was incredibly supportive of Jimmy Perry, uh, the longtime head coach at St. James before he passed the baton along to you. You've had a lot of um, experience with her as an assistant coach. She had one year as the head coach, but she's one of the good ones. She's one of the ones that shines in, in, uh, in this uh, city, for sure, how she's leading young people and how she's leading coaching staff. Oh, for sure. And uh, I'm going to be following her girls team this this uh, next couple of weeks. And they play here at 3 o'clock this afternoon. They have a chance to play for a region championship next Wednesday. And uh, I might be, not be in the same city, but uh, I'm going to be watching. And I'm going to be cheering them on. And, and hopefully she makes a chance to go get herself a ring this year. I won't, you know, the, I'm going to track you down 
I know where you're going. I'm going to track you down. So, uh, but before before we get to that, and we'll let you know Monday, folks, where where uh, Neil's going to be. We're just trying to make sure all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted, right? Before uh, we, we we let that cat out of the bag for for everybody to know. But you know, I have to believe too that, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about some of the people that have shaped your coaching career, have shaped you as a young man growing into a father and growing into uh, now an experienced football coach. And, you know, the two names that uh, that literally think like that, that, that I think would be two of the first ones you brought up in the order of them impacting your life would be Mike Turk and Jimmy Perry. For sure. Coach Turk, I actually called him, and or he texted me first, but then I called him and, to tell him the news, and he couldn't be more happy. And I just couldn't be more thankful for him, you know. Um, I wouldn't know half the stuff I know about football if I hadn't gone to Huntington College. Um, that was a huge, huge impact on my life and um, sent me in a trajectory to be a, a coordinator to a head coach to now this opportunity in college. And then, of course, being able to be at St. James under uh, Coach Jimmy Perry was huge, but Still, I was under. I was able to coach with Coach Ragsdale at Trinity, which was he's a Hall of Fame coach of mine as well, and um, Spence McCracken at St. James, and I've been with Larry Ware at St. James, uh, Jeff Corley at St. James, really good coaches, and and everybody has had an impact of uh, of my life and how I've developed into uh, uh, hopefully a good coach and a good man. And I hope I'm not uh, saying things I shouldn't say, but. I know that when Jimmy Perry was given serious consideration to retiring, and and I'll just be honest, he gave it serious consideration a couple of years before he did, as you well know. Um, uh, he, you were always the guy that that he wanted to be to wanted to follow him. There was never any waiver in that with Jimmy. It was always Neil Posey. Uh, and you know, he's the one that just in private conversations talking about you. So talk about the last couple of years, you know, of your life and, and the great football players that you've coached, you know, I will say this, you ain't going to Arkansas so that people can throw that out. KJ's going to Arkansas. Um, but just coaching guys like KJ Jackson and coaching with guys like Jimmy Perry, winning that title, having that ring, getting so close to getting back to that level again this year. I got to feel the last two years of your coaching life have provided you memories that will never, ever go anywhere. Oh, for sure. And, you know, the, the young men at St. James have just been so much fun to coach. And, uh, um, and I told them when I when I broke the news to them, I was like, I wouldn't be getting this opportunity if it wasn't for them. I mean, if we had gone five and five for the last three years and, uh, you know, struggled to make the playoffs, I don't think I would have had this opportunity. Um, so it really is a is a testament to them as well of uh, how, how successful we've been. Um, we played, I mean, we've had some really good players play for us that are having an opportunity to go on to college with uh, KJ and Clint. And last year's senior class was just so incredible in itself. Um, but like you said, it's just, um, just an amazing opportunity. And, and these people around me, is, has a lot of credit to do it. And I know that you're where well, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but you know, when these things start happening, 
people in high places call other people in high places that may have insight and input into a decision that may be made or not made. And the fact that we both know that Jimmy Perry was called early on in that process, that's got to mean a lot to you, too, that he still has that much confidence in you to say, yes, he's the guy you need to be going after for that position. Well, you know, it's, it's me and my wife have been saying it for a long time, but God has a, a very great plan for all of us. And uh, him putting uh, me in Coach Perry's life nine years ago has just been huge for my family and me. And, and it just continues to be a blessing because, I mean, if I was not with Coach Perry, then who knows if I'd be in this situation today. Um, he's still in my corner. He's still battling for me, which is still huge, too. <laughs> All right, so what do you think I'm going to miss more about you not being here anymore? Friday night visits after big wins that your teams will have have earned or Friday morning visits after the men's insight breakfast that you have at Chappie's with the fathers of the players? Which one do you think I'm going to miss more? I don't know. For me, both of them were great because, you know, Friday nights, you're exalted after a big win, and, and I get to talk to you, so it's kind of like an, an added bonus. But uh, the Friday mornings are always special for the coaches and, and the dads that are in there, and then getting to talk to you kind of kicks off the Friday, which is <laughs> always fun. And, uh, you know, you get to have some good some good food there and some really good coffee, really. That's what I enjoy <laughs> is the coffee the most. But, uh, yeah, that, that there's really good things about that. Uh, Friday mornings, for sure, will be something I miss, though. You know, I want to say this, Neil. You know, we haven't been that close for very long, and you may not even consider us close today. But from a from a friend and professional standpoint, from where I sit, it's been so much fun. You're a class act, and and all you got to do is look at who your parents are who your coaches have been, who you've worked for, to know why you're a class act. Uh, and I will miss you greatly, but I'm so excited for you guys, too. We'll be following you at that not-yet-mentioned location that I will be mentioning to our listeners on Monday. But really, and, and I'm not – please don't take this the wrong way, but I'm really proud of you, man. You know, I'm an old Thanks. dude, and to see young guys really start moving in their chosen profession. I really like seeing that kind of stuff. And happy for your family. Proud of you. We'll miss you around here, big fella. Yeah, well, thank you. And uh, those words mean more to me than you you could ever know. And uh, I'm really going to miss Montgomery. I'm really going to miss the St. James family. And just want to thank you for everything you do for all these high schools around here. And I'm going to stay stay connected with all the high schools because we have a a nice community. And uh, um, I really have enjoyed it and really going to miss it. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm really happy for you. I know you've got, uh, you know people where you're going, and so that'll help. And uh, we will be in touch soon, my friend, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. You bet. That's Neil Posey, the former head coach of the St. James Trojans, uh, now headed to uh, slay bigger dragons, so to speak. We'll let you know Monday. I know, and I, I spoke with Jimmy Perry this morning about this. A lot of people already know where he's going. We would appreciate you not calling this program and saying anything about it. Uh, because I'm trying to honor the request of Neil uh, and everybody else involved with this. So let's just leave it at that moving forward. All right, we got one more hour to go. And if you remember, this guy joined me 
Every Thursday, along with his brother Derek a lot last year, we're going to get them back on some as the season rolls into late February and on into the NCAA tournament. We're going to make that happen some more. But uh, I wore the T-shirt yesterday uh, that uh, he and his brother uh, talked about and the name of their what name of their podcast. Bought a couple of T-shirts from him, and I wore one yesterday. He's Brian Williams, 10th. On the scoring list at the University of Alabama, we're going to talk a little college hoop with him. When we return, stick around. Hour three of the Friday edition of the program coming your way right after this short timeout. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Weekends are made for NASCAR. Your NASCAR station in Central Alabama is ESPN The Ticket. Hear all of the action of the NASCAR Cup races on Central Alabama Sports Leader. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, Basil's Truck and Camper, Mid-State Driving Academy, Tire City on the Atlanta Highway and Southern Boulevard, United Heating and Air, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet. The radio home for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the Town of Pike Road. It's an honor for me to share with you one of the things that makes our community so special, the Town of Pike Road's mission statement. It is maintain character while planning for progress. This means that while the Town of Pike Road has experienced tremendous growth over the last two decades, strategic planning and citizen input allow us to grow without compromising the charm and essence of the historic communities within our town. We call this the Pike Road Town Center model, and it focuses on the unique opportunities in every area of our community. We have three town centers that feature schools, from the Waters to the Mount Meigs Mary area to the historic town center. We also feature an agriculture, recreation, and performing arts park in the Trotman Road area. By investing in and engaging every part of Pike Road, we encourage the connectivity and hospitality that has always made our town such a special place. Come see us in the town of Pike Road and experience what it means to maintain our character as we plan for and experience progress. Welcome home. Hey Alabama, this is Frankie Bumps to tell you about Zaza Serious Italian. You know, we Italians eat like we're going to jail. You know why? Because we never know when we're going. Capisce? Our food is authentic peasant Italian made to order. Our pizzas are hands down the best. If you mention my name, Frankie Bumps, we'll take 30 cents off your bill. I'm a generous guy. Zaza Serious Italian, nobody eats better than us. Zaza Serious Italian, a Montgomery tradition for more than a decade. In the Alley downtown. Budweiser presents the world's first star in your own radio commercial. Okay, guys, whenever you hear this sound, insert your name. Hi there. Your name. Sorry I'm late. Sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day to be a neurosurgeon and a swimwear model. Oh, am I thirsty. How about it? Your name. Got anything tall and cool? Oh, Budweiser long necks, though. 
your name. You are so thoughtful. But of course, Bud's the first choice for every occasion. Ah, you know I have a confession to make. If I ever had a son, I'd want to name him. Your name. Oh. Your name. Come here. Now. Your name. Your name. Your name. Well, you did very well in your first commercial. Have a bud. You've earned it. This bud's Your name. There's one thing for certain in central Alabama this time of year. The temperatures are always uncertain. Keep your heating and air conditioning unit operating at peak performance all the time. Call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service seven days a week for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley, Central Alabama's Green Dealer. Alabama certification number 84449. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. The Troy Trojans play on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region. And on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210. Or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region region auburn and opelika max smart money made simple all right welcome in everybody as we begin our three of the max roundtable here as we get hot and heavy with college basketball i want to welcome in a lifelong friend i literally have known this guy since he was a little fella but he could fill it up as a little fella too the 10th leading scorer in alabama basketball history my dear friend brian williams brian good afternoon brother how are you Doug, I'm great, man. Uh, I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to hear your voice and just, uh, hey, man, happy happy we're in 2024. You know, I got I got to go personal with you for a minute. I did not know about Derek and his bride. Uh, just please know that Derek and your family come on my prayer list now for sure. I think you lost your sister-in-law, uh, Derek's wife, recently. So please know that we'll be praying for the Williams family. We need to get our listeners to be praying for Derek and and uh, his family, uh, his uh, close-knit family as well, buddy. Doug, man, that 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 means a lot, man. I, I really appreciate um, your prayers and everything. So, hey, man, just just thank you, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, I'm curious. I just want to point blank ask you this question. I point blank asked you last year, too. But things change from year to year. 
Do you ever believe, because I, I think that Auburn and Alabama are going to have a chance to be 1-2, two, 2-1 two, uh, at the end of the year in the SEC regular season standings. I think that's a great possibility. I think Tennessee is the only other team that I believe is going to be in the hunt. I think South Carolina is going to take a step back over the last couple of weeks. Would you ever have believed that these two programs, over a five-year period, and that's the, that's the length of time I'm giving it, would be the top two programs in this conference? Because I believe that that's reality. Uh, I, I would have to say, yeah. And I know you're giving the last you know, five years, so I understand where that question is coming from. But if you get the history of the two programs, they've always had really good players. But over the past couple of years, uh, when, when Pearl got into that program and started doing the things he did with that program, and then we had Nate Oates come in and just kind of turn college basketball upside down with shooting a three-pointer and playing really, 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 really fast, at some point you had to think that, yes, this could happen. You know, Brian, you mentioned Pearl and the three-pointers. There, there have been some people that have said that cover college basketball on a regular basis – uh, that are, you know, front and center with it, that are saying the way that he coaches, the way that he plays the game. You know, he's got two guys or three guys on his staff last year that are now head coaches, two in the Sun Belt. Uh, one is Petway at Kennesaw State that are playing that same style. It gave Troy Fitz last night. Uh, Arkansas State won the game last uh-huh. night, coached by a pro, you know one of Oates' guys. Um, this this analyst said that he thinks that style could very well become the face of how college basketball is played. I'm not sure if I'm ready to go there. He was ready to go there. What's your what are your thoughts on that and the fact that Nate Oates believes a 12 footer is a bad shot? <laughs> uh, I, I got to be honest. When when um, as early as this year, I've just not really been a fan of just taking that, that that quick three, shooting threes early and often. And I understand it adds excitement to the game. It takes the scores up. It gives people things to look at. But here over the last, I'm going to say, two weeks, just looking at some college basketball from the junior college level to the mid-major level to the high level and just kind of looking at how that game is played, I think we are looking at a new change in college basketball. That three-point shot is really going – going to be where the game is headed because if you play a team that shoots the three early and often and you're a team that just kind of plays traditional basketball, you're never comfortable with a lead that you have. So if you're a team that plays and shoots the three, you're always in the basketball game. There's never a time that you're not in a basketball game. So I just think that's going to be the the new wave of, of, of basketball, period. I mean, Brian... You know, you can look at LSU and Baton Rouge last Saturday. Alabama was down one with about eight minutes left. And with about five minutes left, they're up close to 20. I mean, it just exactly. it was a barrage. I mean, you can't, you know, even even though LSU was was making 55% of their shots, they were swapping twos for threes. And you can make six straight shots and, and, and lose six points if the other team's knocking down threes every possession. And then you got that shot clock that really plays a factor in the game. So when teams get up 15, 20, you used to look at it, and, and it was a two-point basketball game that they kind of styled, they kind of played, so it made the game look slow. But now if you're up 15 and, and you got that three-point shot out there, 
that that lead is cut quick, you know. So if you're up 15 and, you know, you get a possession, you miss it, and they make a three, and they steal it and make a three, and you go miss another possession, they make a three, that 15 is cut to six. And that I think that does something to a team's psyche where they just can't ever really be comfortable. So you have to be a team that has people that can shoot the basketball, and, and that's creating a lane for kids that uh, possibly don't do a lot of the other things, but if you're a specialist and you can really shoot the basketball, hey, you may get an opportunity that you that you probably typical typically wouldn't have got. Brian, I'm not haven't been much into the analytics of basketball very long. Really, this is the first year that I really looked at it closely. I do know that in the 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 last two times Alabama has won the regular season title last year and then two years prior to that, Auburn won the title in the middle. I know that all three of those teams have been really efficient defensively, uh-huh. like getting it done. Alabama was top five the two years. I think Auburn was top ten the year that Jabari Smith and, and Kess, Walker Kessler combined to win the, the regular season title. Um, I think that's not a coincidence, which brings me to the issue about this Alabama team that in the loss, or at least percentage-wise, is in first place in the league. They've only lost two. Everybody else has lost three or more. Yet this team defensively, looking at Ken Palm, which is a analytics metric thing that coaches look at. They break down offensive efficiency, defensive efficiency, how your strength of schedule is in the efficiency uh, category. This uh-huh. Alabama defense, Brian, is 73rd. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering how this team is going to step up if they indeed are and be in the hunt for a championship in the last week of the season when they're quite frankly, not that good on defense. Right. I mean, defense matters, Doug. We, we, we all know that, that defense matters, but uh, to say that if you have a team that can make shots, yep, I sometimes get it. you can be a little weak on defense because, uh, what's going to win you games is the points at the end of, of the game. So, if you know, if you're kind of looking at Alabama right now, I think they've had uh, 11 games this season where they've hit the 100-point mark. So, if you're playing a team that's going to go possibly get 100 points and you're used to playing in the 60s and 70s because you're a lockdown defensive team, hopefully you got some offense also with you because they'll just play you to a point and then say, you know what, if we can just make a couple of more shots here – we can beat them because we can score more points. Okay, so give me your assessment of these two teams. What we saw Auburn do to South Carolina the other night should almost be criminal. I mean, that was <laughs> a – I mean, just take your manhood away. 40-point game is is phenomenal. Uh, right. It's the worst defeat a top 15 team has had in forever in college right. basketball. Let's start there. When right. Auburn's playing in that arena and they're getting good play from Jalen Williams and Janai Broom, they're literally un- unbeatable if the guards are complimenting them. Man, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this, Doug. I, I don't talk about this lightly. So uh, I had my 1,000-point game against Auburn at Auburn. But Did you really? Did you really? I wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we lost that game by 50. <laughs> 
So listen, and that that was, that was in arena. that was in Beard Eaves, man. That was in the bad <laughs> right. arena. Right, that was the old arena. But uh, yeah, man, that that place that they have up there now, man, it, it is rocking. It is probably you know you talk about some of the better places to play college basketball in the country, and right now. Auburn has to be one of those arenas that you mentioned. I mean, I think you it's know, at the top, Brian. I don't mind telling you. Hey, it, it, it's rocking. That place is loud. and Those guys play hard. Those fans pour into it. And and what they were able to do to South, South Carolina was, was not only big because South Carolina was second in the conference at the time. So that was a really big basketball game that they had to play. So to come in and play the game at that level and win in that style, yes, I think that that, that hurt South Carolina's confidence kind of moving forward to things that they're going to be able to do. But Auburn's just, here we are. We, we're getting to that point where you're about to get into SEC play, get into March, and get into tournament play. And you want to start peaking at the right time. And, and you know, Pearl is one of those guys, man. He knows how to move the needle with his, with his kids, with his program. So I expect him to be somewhere definitely in the conversation of, of, of playing for a national championship along the way as they go. I had uh, breakfast with Charlie Trotman and Dr. Harrison Long, who is a scholarship donor season ticket holder for Auburn basketball. He loves it. He's taking Charlie and me to some games. Uh, you sit right behind the visiting bench. It's pretty fun. But they're trying to talk themselves into the fact that Kentucky could give them a run tomorrow and how talented they are and all this. And I, I just can't buy that. Brian, I, I just don't th- – with, with the experience Auburn has, this mm-hmm. – you know, Broom's been around the track a few times. Williams around the track a lot. Cardwell around the track a lot. Uh, you know, Donaldson in his second year there. And with that atmosphere, after college game day, uh, that mor- yet tomorrow morning – I literally told them. I said Auburn's winning this game by double digits. I'd be willing to to put a breakfast on the line for it. Hey man, that's about all I do too, Doug. I'm not a bed man, but a breakfast. I definitely like what you did with that there. But I'm I'm just gonna be honest, man. Kentucky's a very talented basketball team. No doubt, Perry, you know, uh, has done what he's been able to do. But I, I, if you look at college basketball and the way that it's built by all of the teams going into the portal and doing the things they're, needing, they're trying to do by getting older, I think that does account for something. And then that this game is going to be in Auburn, Alabama, I don't, I don't see Kentucky coming in and really, you know, being in a basketball game. Now, the game has to be played, but if, if I'm looking at how Auburn is playing basketball right now, coming off the big win and just kind of rolling and getting into that time of season where things are really starting to matter, I think I think it's going to be like you said, you know, sixteen twenty point blowout. Brian, do you see the day ever? And I, I'm just dreaming now, brother. I'm literally dreaming. <laughs> you know how much I love basketball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and people may not. I try to make sure our listeners are aware that yeah, I'm passionate about college football. Means a lot to me. I know where my bread's buttered. But you get me to mid February and on into March, uh, I, my passion easily equals that of football and most of the times bypasses it especially when the teams in this state are good so i want that as the foundation of the question i'm about to ask you do do you see as a guy that played college basketball at the highest of levels in this state you understand the rivalry you still live here you get it do you see it ever being where both of these teams 
this would be my dream, to wake up for the Elite Eight games that will be played on a Saturday and a Sunday one uh-huh. year to where both Auburn and Alabama are playing to go to the Final Four on the same weekend. That would be phenomenal for this state. Hey, man, you know, I, I think that would be awesome. And I think somewhere down the line, with the way basketball is going, just, just even in the state, I know we're talking about uh, college basketball, but right now the Alabama High School Athletic Association is yep. getting to their, their regional. So it's a lot of good players. It's a lot of good basketball going on at this time. So I would, I would say with, with the talent level and, and the transfer portal and, and coaches moving around and having relationships with programs, at some point, we will see Alabama and Auburn pulling up, getting ready to go into that Final Four. That would be so cool. Man, I, I, I think it's going to happen, though. I wouldn't be able I to. I wouldn't be able to sleep for three days if that were to happen. I would be so jacked up if if that if it were get if we're getting to that point. And I think we both agree that you can have a team that is absolutely capable of getting to that point and then not getting to that point because the NCAA tournament is just so unpredictable with matchups, with experience. We saw it with Alabama last year against San Diego State. We saw it with Auburn the year before with Miami. Just just matchups matter. Oh, they matter, man. And, and like you said, you talk about that game that uh, Alabama lost to San Diego State. Man, San Diego State, if you look at that team and they ended up going to the Final Four, they were one of those older teams yes. in college basketball. Yes. So they had a lot of guys that had played a lot of basketball, been in a lot of big-time games, and did a lot of those things. So, But that style of play, style of play, and Bruce Pearl, you know, I got to give Bruce Pearl some credit of the energy that he's been able to bring to college basketball in the state of Alabama by getting that team and getting to the Final Four that year. It just made everybody throughout the state, the Troys, the South Alabamas, the University of Alabamas, everybody's had to do a better job of recruiting, a better job of getting players in, you know, a better job of just kind of managing their schedules and making sure that their their strength of schedules are where they need to be to make sure they can get into these tournaments and and play the type of competition that they need to play early so they can some big games late. I want to ask you a question before I ask the real question, okay, because I want a little knowledge. How good is Nate Oates at – embracing the history of Alabama basketball. You know, you guys that have played and that have excelled in this program, is is that even a thing with him, uh, with, with basketball alumni? Yeah, I think I think Nate does a really good job of, of uh, involving players, past and present, you know, of just commuting there. You know, he always – he had way on the staff. You know, Petway did his work, and now he's at Kennesaw leading that program. But he came in and he hired Irwin Dudley. Yep. So Irwin Dudley is a guy that was in the program, connected to the program. He still talks to all of us. We have a, a team group chat. So he understands the history uh, of the program and, and where where it was. But I also think this too now. The, Nate is trying to rewrite the history book and be the guy. So when you say Alabama basketball, the first name you say is Nate Oaks. 
I agree, and that's that's a tough hill to, hill to, to climb. I mean, when you've got that CM Newton built it originally from no front, doubt, and no then, doubt. then you got Wimp that was right there next to him, and and Indeed. Uh, so yeah. he could certainly get there. And I know one way he could put a brick into that mortar, and that would be to get to that final four one time. Uh, that would certainly do it. I know they're honoring Mark Godfrey's team tomorrow that got to the Elite Eight before UConn smashed them like a bug uh, right. back. In 0304. But now I want to ask you this question because I believe, Brian, as we begin to wrap up here, I believe that Nate Oates is going to be pursued, especially if Alabama wins or comes close to winning the league again with what he's done during his time there. He's going uh-huh. to the tournament again uh, for however many, you know, for the fourth time, I got fourth or fifth time. Right. So my question is this. How much, I asked Brian Passink this earlier, and I want to ask you now, how much does a new arena, yay or nay, factor in to whether Nate Oates makes his stay at Alabama a long, long-term one or maybe one that ends sooner rather than later? Doug, I, I can't really say a new arena per se would make Oates just say, I want to stay. It, it, I really think it just depends on, on what he sees his basketball legacy as being. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's not a guy that's from the South, although he's been able to put his footprints here in the South and do some amazing things at an amazing university. But, uh, you know, as, as coaches get into this, this deal, they're always looking for opportunities to grow, to be special. And I think he's doing something really special over at the University of Alabama. But, you know, I, we don't know what his end goal is. Maybe there was a dream job, maybe somewhere close to where he's from that he's always looked at that may become available. So I'm not just going to say an arena. I think we need a new arena uh, in Tuscaloosa anyway just to, to add some character and add some some volume to what we got going on. Coleman's been great. It's been a lot of great games played there. It's been a, a lot of great history in that building. Sure. But, you know, we're we're in we're into the, the 2K era. It's time to maybe shrink that thing down, you know, maybe get people closer to the floor some kind of way. And uh, I think a new arena would be great. But as far as NATO is concerned, I'm not sure a new arena is something that would just hold him here long term. You know, you got to wonder if anything would. I mean, he's from, he was born in Wisconsin, spent, what, 12 years at a high school in Michigan. The Michigan job may be coming open this year with Jawan Howard. Who knows what what's going to happen there? Uh, but but he's going to get called about some of these jobs. You know that. I know that. And you just wonder where Greg Burns stands with this as he tries to keep, you know, Nate Oates and that train moving forward. Well, you know, that's, that's the business, Doug. You know, you, you come in and you coach and you get hot and everybody in the, in the country wants you. And uh, Nate Oates is one of those guys. And like I say, he's kind of uh, – invented how college basketball is played and I know a lot of teams that play that way but he played like you said if you shoot an eight footer like come sit by me yeah exactly dunking <laughs> the basketball or shooting it 24 feet out listen I don't want eight feet and, and listen I'm almost this and you mentioned the Michigan job I don't think the Michigan job would make him move the Michigan state job would make him move you think yes it's going to be interesting to follow. Uh, I, I, for one, especially if they achieve 
at a high level in the postseason this year, like reach where they did last year, maybe win the league tournament or the re- league regular season, I think that Greg Byrne ought to pay him whatever it takes to keep him. And, and it still might not keep him moving forward. Totally believe that. Two things I wanted to bring to your attention First, I, I've, I've just now started breathing again in hearing you say that you don't necessarily like the quick three taken. I saw you play, brother. I know how quick. <laughs> I know how stinking quick you would get it up there. So oh, yeah. don't, don't give me this. You don't like the quick three look. Hey, man. You know, I, I had a I, – I would love to play in this era, Doug. You know, me, me and my coaches, man, I love each and every one of them. But I'm going to tell you, I probably was a headache to a lot of people. I, I did have a quick trigger. A quick one. We we saw Caitlin Clark uh, make a, a logo three last night to set the women's scoring record. She ain't got nothing on Brian either. He took a few logo threes as well in his day. Hey, man, I got I, I have a picture uh, in my files, man, where I was shooting one. We I remember, never forget, this was the Auburn game. I was playing against uh, West Flanagan, and we were kind of talking, and I came across half court. And I shot one. It was pretty deep. He was like, man, what are you doing shooting shots like that? And I made it. But then I came down the very next play, and I was probably two steps behind Hobbs. I mean, just right across half court and pulled up. And if you're looking at the picture, Hobbs is looking at me like, man, what, what are you doing? doing? The entire bench is looking at me like, man, has lost his mind. And I ended up making that shot. So, hey, good if it goes. Amen, I'll bro. I'll just deal with the consequences if I miss it. Totally get it. Hey, on, a, on another personal note, our mutual friend Doug Singleton is inviting you and me to breakfast tomorrow. Uh, okay. I think you know where it is. Uh, you've yep. been there before. I'm not going to be able to make it, but he wanted me to pass that along to you. Okay. The the very impactful uh, county commissioner, my good friend Doug Singleton, wanted me to pass that to you, Bo. Okay, man. Tell him tell him I appreciate the uh, the invitation. But tomorrow, you know, Greedy's playing junior college basketball. That's right. They're number one in their conference, and they play Northwest Florida tomorrow, which is number two. So it's going to be a barn barn in Niceville, man. I got to pull up to Niceville tomorrow do, and go check my young do man. You, wait, real quickly, then give us an update on Greedy and and is he getting uh, big big D one looks uh, as he completes this season at JUCO? Hey man, Greedy's playing really really well. I mean, it's still mid major basketball that that's basically on his list. And, right. and Doug, you know, man, college basketball has just changed so much, man. It, it's so many factors, but if if you ask me, is he a power five kid? Yes. Is he a blue bud kid? Yes. But at the end of the day, we want to go where he can continue to have an opportunity to play basketball, pursue his dreams, to play professionally. And it doesn't really matter where you play, with name on the front, the back, or whatever. You just want to be somewhere you're going to get on the floor, and the coaching staff and everybody values what you're able to bring to the table. So we're going we're going to take whatever opportunity is presents itself and just keep playing basketball. By the way, his, his uh, YMCA coach, our buddy Kenny, uh, sends his best. Said he won three titles with Greedy uh, at the YMCA. Our buddy Kenny Williamson. Uh, yeah, my man, my man Kenny, uh, <laughs> with, with the straw in Montgomery, yes. no doubt, man. Listen. Yes, he, he, he River Region straw, man. Yeah, man, River Region straw, man. My man Kenny, River Region straw. But, yeah. Uh, he he allowed Greedy to come and, and just kind of do some things. And I think at that point, that was early Greedy Williams where I just told him to shoot everything. So excuse me, Kenny, man. We, we love you, but, hey, we had to get it up in there. I know it, buddy. I get it. Uh, and we'll send Kenny a $35 bill for the free ad we just gave him. <laughs> Hey, Brian, be good. Please do give my best and, and let uh, Derek know that we're praying, okay? 
Indeed, Doug, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. I, and I, I really enjoyed it, and I'll let Derek know that, man. Thanks, buddy. Brian Williams, one of Alabama's great, one, greats, one of Montgomery's greats. I literally, as I go to break here, saw him play at Cloverdale as a seventh grader, and he could have started for any high school team at least in the city of Montgomery and beyond. He was that good that early. We're back with more of the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable right after this. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Hugger up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. We're Montgomery, Alabama, the place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few Internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. I'm Don Duncan with All-American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All-American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards for state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All-American Auto and Tire. Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grill's Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick-cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked, and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. 
Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill at Old Cloverdale. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, especially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrubbers resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. Marketing can be hard. At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. dogwd.com. If you're in need of demolition or concrete cutting, call J.B. Waste Connection. Over 23 years, your trusted local source for all demolition and concrete cutting needs. When you call them, a real person will answer the phone, not a recording. Call 334-301-4414 and check their availability as well as schedule your services. J.B. Waste Connection takes pride in their top-notch customer service. Learn more about their services at jettisonenvironmental.com. J.B. Waste Connection, your local solution for quality and convenience. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at ESPNTheTicket.com. You know, yesterday, while we were on remote down at Max downtown, we kept you informed of what was going on uh, at the Genesis Invitational. That is a tournament that Tiger Woods is tied to, and he is playing in it. Uh, second round is underway. Tiger shot one over par yesterday. They have a short cut after today's round. They're saying the cut is going to be at plus one. Tiger Woods is starting his round at plus one. So he's going to have to play well today to stay in the event. I believe it's top 60 in ties. Um, I believe that's what it is uh, as they move into round three uh, tomorrow at the uh, at Riviera, which is where they are playing. Um, and uh, the Riviera Country Club. Uh, Brian Harmon, no, he's my guy. Uh, Luke List and Jason Day lead the tournament at minus nine currently. Uh, and Tiger is back there at plus one uh, this afternoon. If you follow golf and you want to watch a little bit of Tiger play, he does not tee off till this afternoon. He played early yesterday, plays late today, tees off about two, and you'll be able to watch him on the Golf Channel, uh, which begins its coverage of the second round at 3 o'clock today. Uh, I'm really sad about this because he was playing so well yesterday, uh, and he's not going to make the cut now. Uh, but Nick Dunlap uh, was one under yesterday, shot one under par, and, and got – Made two birdies early today. 
was three under par as he teed off on number eight uh, and was looking really good. But he he tripled eight, bogeyed nine and ten, birdied 11, bogeyed 12, bogeyed 15 and 16, and birdied 17. He will not make the cut, uh, unfortunately for him. Looked like he was going to have a good week. Didn't close it out in the last 10 holes uh, here on Friday. He finishes at plus three, and that's not going to make the cut. So, unfortunately for him, but Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods are right on the cut line. Rory McIlroy is two. He shot three over yesterday. His round's underway. He's two under in his round today and is right on the cut line at plus one. So, a lot of guys that... You hope to see on the weekend the named guys that you want to watch on Saturday and Sunday, like I'll be doing so, uh, are at least in position to be playing on the weekend. Uh, some of the more popular dudes uh, around these parts and certainly on this radio show, Jordan Spieth uh, is shot five under yesterday, shot a 66. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is five under currently. He's eight holes in to his second round, minus two. Uh, currently there for uh, the number one player in the world. And uh, it should be fun. I'll be watching, but I'm really, 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 pulling for Tiger Woods uh, to get under par today and make the cut so we can watch him on the weekend. Yesterday, talking about up and down now, he was all kind of up and down. He made one, two, three, four birdies and five. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. But he must have made, yeah, um, let me see here. I, I missed a birdie somewhere. Shot even on the front. Or one under on the front. Uh, he must have made an eagle somewhere. Because uh, something made adding up on the front. Shot one under on the front, two over on the back. I'm just going to go ahead and say he had uh, six bogeys. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and five birdies. I just can't find where the other birdie is. Something's not being circled properly. Uh, but hopefully he gets there if you're like me when we get heading toward augusta i am all about it everybody uh you know what the masters means around here and just a quick little informational point for you yes we will have the adams drugs major championship golf contest with the masters with the pga with the u.s open and with the open championship we will absolutely have those contests for you <clears throat> and they'll be the masters one will begin right after we have our big March Madness contest, and you know all about what Cohen's is doing with that. You know all about what Mike Vincent and Adams Drugs is doing with that, and I believe we've got some other folks that are stepping up to help us with that too. But that prize pack is going to be somewhere between, I would say, three and four thousand uh, dollars, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we'll have golf from Capitol Hill. May have some things from some of our other partners as well, like Stanley Steamer, maybe. Uh, like Mr. Ben's car wash, a lot of fun coming your way uh, with all of that. All right, here's something I wanted to go over with you guys. As you know, our man Joe Lenardi with ESPN Bracketology puts out a full bracketology 
every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, every Tuesday and Friday. So this morning was a brand new one. He puts out these cheat sheets, we kinda, which kind of gives you an overview of that night's games and how they could impact the bracket. He doesn't normally do one on Friday. He just put out a bracketology on Friday, and there aren't many top games on Friday night. So I believe today's bracketology is the one that we hang our hats on through the weekend, right? He may put out one Saturday night. He does that a lot, uh, sometimes on Sunday. But here's what we got in the SEC right now in bracketology. He's got Tennessee at seven, and I'm going to give you the corresponding net rankings with the teams in the bracket. Tennessee is a two seed and seventh in the net. He's got Auburn and Alabama as three seeds. Alabama's five in the net. Auburn is six. Then there's a big drop to the two six seeds in the Southeastern Conference. Kentucky is 24 in the net rankings. And you heard me break down where South Carolina is. Right now, they're a sixth seed, but they're 50th in the net. 50th in Ken Palm and 61 in BPI. I think they are near as secure in their postseason uh, future as some of these other teams are. Florida is an eighth seed right now in bracketology. They are 32 in the net rankings. Texas A&M and Mississippi State are nine seeds. State is 34 in the net. Alabama's opponent tomorrow, Texas A&M, is 43 in the net. Quad one opportunity, obviously, for A&M tomorrow. Even if they lose the game to Alabama, they won't drop in the net. I'd be shocked if they did. Maybe one spot. Uh, then you've got Ole Miss, who is... Uh, the 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 eleventh. They're in the uh, the last four in, uh, and they are sixty two uh, in the net rankings. They're in the first four uh, in Dayton. Hey, Rad just bought Bill some dinner <laughs> uh, for dinner tonight. Thought it was lunch, but Bill's gonna take it home and eat it for dinner. I can promise you that that's what's gonna happen. We'll take a break. We're back with more of the Friday edition of the Max Roundtable right after this. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail 
card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees, as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285-1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Drive for a company that puts God and family first. Wiley Sanders Trucking is looking for experienced local and over-the-road dump truck drivers. If you're a cement or line truck driver, Wiley Sanders Trucking needs you too. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you feel like part of the family. Besides top pay, you'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield 401k and a sign-on bonus. You won't feel like just a number. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you'll feel like family. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so... Whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much, you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. Montgomery, join us as we celebrate the start of the 2024 high school baseball season by attending the Montgomery Public Schools Classic Baseball Tournament February 15th through the 17th. Games will be played at historic Patterson Field, Ray Thorrington Park, and on the campus of Lamp High School. Teams include the Brutech Rams, the Carver Wolverines, the Lamp Tigers, the Lanier Poets, the Park Crossing Thunderbirds, Johnson, Abernathy, Greitz, Jaguars, and Percy Julian, the Phoenix. Tickets and the entire tournament schedule can be found on the web at GoFan.com. Come see some of Montgomery's premier high school baseball talent participating in this year's tournament. Once again, for ticket information and the entire tournament schedule, go to GoFan.com. Don't miss it. February 15th through the 17th, the NPS Classic Baseball Tournament. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com.
right, welcome back, everybody, as we continue toward 2 o'clock. We'll go over the SEC schedule for you tomorrow in a moment, but I wanted to share something with you. It's hard to believe, really. You know, if you if you need validation that parity exists in college basketball, this should do it. You already heard us say earlier this week that the winning percentage of unranked teams playing top 10 teams at the unranked team's home court is over 50% this year. I could stop there to make the point. In other words, the home unranked team wins more than half of the games in their facility against national or against top 10 teams. That's enough to make the point. But this also validates the point. I keep up each and every week starting on Monday, that's when the new poll comes out. I keep up with top 25 losses, okay? Two weeks ago, during the week, through Saturday, or excuse me, through Sunday, Monday through Sunday, there were 17 losses by top 10 teams. Every single team ranked 16 through 25 lost a game two weeks ago. Just reel them off. And then also losing games were 3, 4, 6, 10, 11, 12, and 13. It adds up to 17, people. Then last week, 13 losses. Wait, 13 teams ranked lost. There were 15 losses by top 25 teams. This week, not near as many. Heading into tonight, which I don't think there are any top 25 games tonight. Maybe there are. hadn't checked. Only six losses by top 25 teams. So I'm here to tell you, anybody can beat anybody at any time, especially if they're playing at home. And I mean anybody. Go ask Buzz Williams about that. Alabama's opponent tomorrow, Texas A&M's head coach, lost at Vandy. I don't know who Missouri's going to beat I have no idea who Missouri's going to beat. Maybe not anybody. But Missouri has not won a conference game all year long. And not won. Their last win was against Central Arkansas. They're over. Their home games from here to the end of the year are Tennessee, Ole Miss, and Auburn. I just got a sneaky feeling they'll win one before the end of the year. And my guess is that it'll be Ole Miss right there in Columbia, Missouri. Here is the schedule for tomorrow. If you're like me, you'll be glued to the television watching basketball all day long. Starting with game day at 9 right there at Neville Arena in Auburn, 9 to 11. The Jungle will be out in force early. That show leads right into Alabama's home game against Texas A&M. Gigantic game for the Crimson Tide. I think, and as I said with Sonny Smith earlier today, I believe it is imperative 
that Auburn and Alabama both win tomorrow if they ultimately want to be lifting a trophy in Nashville as the regular season champion at the SEC tournament. That's when they present the regular season champion trophy. And if they tie, everybody, every team that ties for the league title gets a trophy. They don't use a tiebreaker to determine the champion. They use a tiebreaker to determine the seeding, but not who gets a trophy. So I believe that if either Auburn or Alabama, and I know Alabama's got one less loss than everybody, but Alabama's schedule down the stretch is really tough. Both have to protect the home court. So that's the first game. Then Florida at Georgia. That's a big game. That's a big, big game for Golden and the Florida Gators uh, playing at Georgia. If you remember, Georgia almost beat them in Gainesville. They came back from like a 20-point deficit. They went to double overtime, I think, had a chance to win. That one's at noon. Arkansas plays at Mississippi State at one. Who cares? Mississippi State should win. That one shouldn't be a problem. I've already had a big LSU fan text me today that said, watch it. 2.30 tomorrow on the SEC Network, LSU is going to go to Columbia, South Carolina and put another L on Paris and the Gamecocks. I don't believe it, but this caller, this listener sure did. That's at 2.30. Then at 5, Vanderbilt at Tennessee, that will be a bloodletting. If you got to do something during the day, I would probably do it at about 1 o'clock and better be done by 5 o'clock. So you got a four-hour window, in my opinion, because at 5 o'clock on ESPN is the doozy at Neville Arena, Kentucky at Auburn at 5. And then, good heavens, the the SEC primetime game tomorrow night is Missouri at Ole Miss. And that's another one that you're just going – why? Why is that primetime? Why are we watching that one in primetime? Maybe we're watching that one in primetime because there's a doozy nationally, and there's really not. <laughs> so uh, if, you're, if you like watching top 25 basketball at night on a Saturday to end your day, then you're going to be struggling uh, tomorrow because there's not really. There are no games tomorrow Outside of Kentucky and Auburn, no game besides – there is one. It's Marquette and UConn. That's the fourth-ranked Marquette team against top-ranked UConn at 2 o'clock on Fox. That's the only other game with Auburn and Kentucky. Auburn and Kentucky's ranked versus ranked, and UConn and Marquette ranked versus ranked. Those are the only two games – where both teams are playing that are ranked tomorrow. And I just told you a lie because Kansas is at Oklahoma, at Oklahoma just hanging on at the 25th position. All right, we need to take a final break, get back and wrap up the week. Got some text I'll look through and share with you upon our return. We are calling it quits for the week when we return right after this on the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. 
you expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Troy Head Basketball Coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our our lives. Am I right? Shop online at P-I-G-G-E-N-T.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Beasley Allen is proud to support the Troy Trojans. Beasley Allen has been helping those who need it most since 1979. This applies to the clients they serve, but also to the community. The firm is involved in a wide variety of service projects that touch the lives of individuals in several locations, including the River Region. Visit them online at BeasleyAllen.com or follow them on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of the legal services performed by other lawyers. The day is done. It's time to let it go. It's the moment to unwind. So just say, bud. And bore the king of beers and settle back and please yourself. Cause when you say, Budweiser, you've said it all. Anheuser Bush, St. Louis. Are you ready to transform your bathroom into a space of innovation and luxury? Look no further than Bath Innovations of Alabama, your go-to for custom bathroom remodeling. Bath Innovations introduces cutting-edge shower enclosures crafted with integrated high-tech polymer, safety, space optimization, and a stunning aesthetic. These enclosures redefine your bathroom experience. Made with top-tier materials and state-of-the-art technology, their enclosures boast unparalleled durability. They are mold and mildew resistant, easy to clean, and come with a limited lifetime warranty. Bath Innovations shower enclosures proudly carry the prestigious good housekeeping seal of approval ensuring quality and excellence with over 300 color pattern combinations finding the perfect match for your bathroom decor is a breeze elevate your space with bath innovations interested in a bathroom remodel call bath innovations today for a free estimate visit their design center at 2331 eastern boulevard or explore options on their website bathinnovations.com this is russ chandler my family and i have been taking our vehicles to japanese auto for over 35 years there's three 
generations of Chandlers that use Japanese auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Auto to a friend. The best sports in the Montgomery area can be found on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN, the ticket, and ESPN 1067. All right, folks, once again, if you're heading to Auburn tomorrow for college game day, what an exciting atmosphere it will be. If you're a student at Auburn, You get in starting at 7 o'clock, and apparently there is a long line of tents that are awaiting entry uh, that will be sleeping tonight outside in the loveliest village getting ready for college game day with Billis and Reese Davis and the whole crew. The gates to Neville Arena for you folks that have a student ID is 7 o'clock. For old folks like me or those out of college at Auburn, the gates open for you at 7.30. I remember last year with Alabama coming in, and Alabama was highly ranked. Auburn was certainly heading to the tournament as well. I thought they may pack the whole arena. They didn't, and I just wonder what it will be like tomorrow. I want to see... Seven to 8,000 people in Neville between a 9 and 11 tomorrow morning. Uh, game starts at 5. They will make everybody exit the arena and open it back up at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. Don't forget Alabama A&M. If you, don't, if you want to listen to the ESPN broadcast, we're going to have it right here on ESPN The Ticket. Uh, Alabama and Texas A&M, 11 a.m. tomorrow, right after game day. Hope you guys have a great, great weekend. Scott Sanderson joins me Monday. We'll talk about the weekend of college basketball. Have a fun, fun couple of days, everybody. 